Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to Monday. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Toledo. Uh, Let's roll forward, shall we? Uh, for a, a possible elimination Monday, we have the uh, the city kind of wandering around watching the Diamondbacks, and I went to a Friday's game, and TV's Doug Hopkins, uh, he got himself a suite, which, by the way, Diamondbacks, I think you could be charging more for those suites. Those individual games, I found out how much those things cost. Man, they're not that bad. Really? No. They're like five grand, which is, you know, that's a drop. You get 12 people in on that thing, that ain't so bad. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you got to pay for the food and stuff. That's where they kick the crap out of you. However. Do they make you buy food? No, make you. You don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, uh, you know. You, you're going to do it. Yeah. Get the sweet, you know, get those hot dogs and the chicken fingers and things like that. It's nice sell. to have it up there. So I went to, I, you know, did a little scan on the food to try to say, all right, let's bring some food in here and see what we got. And they have a little QR code on the wall for ordering. And I looked, 10 hot dogs was $195. Before tip and whoa, tax, whoa, and I'm like, oh my god! Uh, you know, you're like, all right, that's all right. Well, <laughs> yeah, you got 20 people in there. They're 15, 16, so you get 10 hot dogs. You're leaving some people high and dry. So you want the full tray of hot dogs? It's like three or four hundred dollars. That hot dogs for hot dogs. Oh crap! And uh, and then uh, chicken fingers are ungodly. They're like two hundred dollars for a like a little. You need a double order, so you're you're gonna end up spending three or four thousand dollars on food. To house and feed the entire suite. When we did suites for the Suns game, we got some buddies in on this thing and some partners to buy tickets. So those were uh, for the Western Conference Finals and Finals a couple of years ago. It started at twenty thousand, and in the finals it was forty six or forty four. And we were we had a group of people that were kicking in for each ticket. Like I'll buy two, I'll buy four. So we you know it wasn't. It goes up fast, but you're charging three or four thousand dollars a ticket, and it was like people are like, "I'll do it." The Diamondbacks five grand for a whole suite. You just go get a hot dog on your way in. For I mean, it's still twenty bucks, but at least it's not four hundred bucks for a couple hot dogs. And then, and then Saturday, Doug got another one, and he calls me last minute. And he's like, you wanna? "I'm like, I'm in. I'm doing this." He goes, "We'll get food this time." All right, Doug gets bottles, vodka, and Jack Daniels, and a couple others, and those are four hundred bucks each. And so we got the bottle. And that's actually not the bottle service can be stupid. So we were, but, but at the end of the night, Doug's going full Netanyahu. We're finishing these bottles. No one <laughs> so leaves. Everybody's sitting there just like, you know, drinking themselves uh. blind, trying to figure out how to get out of this thing. I'm not getting out of here without these, but these bottles are not going to. So Steve the Mexican <laughs> Clean is plater club. pouring it in his mouth. And it was great. We had a good time. And there was so much alcohol going on. Steve the Mexican is a. I uh, might imagine he's a big Mexican guy. And he comes over, and for no reason at all, I'm sitting in my chair, and he just starts rubbing his balls on my leg. Not like uh, skin on skin, but like just kind of starts doing a little lap twerk on me. I'm like, dude, Steve the Mexican, I, I, I know you very little. I can, I can feel 
the pendulum swinging on my leg as you do that little move. Please stop that. But he was too big to push, so I just kind of allowed it. It's one of those moments where you sit back and go, all right, if this is the worst part of my day, it's still not so bad. But, yeah, it was good. Friday night was electric. God, what a night. Great baseball. Uh, as a non-Diamond, as a, uh, I guess I'm a pledge, right? A pledge Diamondbacks fan, considering my commentary earlier in the year saying that if they made the World Series, I'd abandon all Cubs stuff and become a D-backs fan. Uh, it was fun to watch. And if that stadium could be like that and baseball can feel that way, it had a vibe where you didn't need all the crap between innings and you know, the, the silly things, the relish mustard hot dog race or the get loud in the middle. I hate that stadium. There were people there for baseball for the first time in years. And in the middle of it, that stupid sign, get loud, like stop it. And then they had another thing in between innings. There's nothing going on. Get loud. Why? <laughs> no need. It'll There's happen. There's no reason. Now, right now, it's to talk about yeah. the last half inning with the other baseball fans. You know what's? You want to talk a little base? <laughs> Get loud. No, there's absolutely no reason. Diamondback fans on your feet. No, the pitcher's warming up. There's nothing to get on your feet for. They it's don't okay. know. It's okay to have a little quiet. They don't know how to be fans properly because the stupid stadium tells them to yell and cheer at the wrong. It's like AI. It doesn't know what it's doing. It's trying to make love to you. And you're like, well, I can't really do that. Get on your feet. I'm like, no. Are they still doing the uh, animated guys that do this? They were uh, crazy they after that yeah. year. They, they, for years. I and remember then they that. Some, uh, that got a little out of hand. Yeah. I think they kind of, I think that ran its course. Yeah. Now it's just, you know, telling you to cheer when there's nothing to cheer for. Or Put the meter up there. I will say there's less Plinko and will it float and... Like with the, there's, it's a baseball game, and they're they're kind of admitting my big problem with Bank One Chase Field has always been they're the first ones to kind of let you know without saying, baseball sucks. Watch the other stuff that we got going on. Make it a show outside of the baseball game, so people are, you know, constantly inundated with, you know. Noise. Come on, I still like the shell game. I mean, that was <laughs> the fun. shell game. Watch sucks. which ones. Watching relish ketchup and mustard digitally race while kids run in place on the field, and it doesn't matter what they do. It's just stupid. It's like a wrecking it for those kids. Right in the middle of the damn game, it's like, all right, here's a little boy who's going to run from second to the outfield, and he's got 90 seconds to do it. I'm like, a kid with one leg can do this. And then he wins like a car wash gift thing. I'm like, well, you don't have a car. It's just, it was just, just let the game be and have like two things in the middle of it. And Doug comes over because they're doing it at every stadium. I'm like, I guarantee you, Fenway, Wrigley, they are not doing get loud to that crowd. They are not telling the crowd any. They, we, the crowd would fight back. They're not going to get. We know when to cheer and when not to cheer. And then there was one part where there were, uh, was it two two strikes? Is when the uh, you know when your pitcher has two strikes on, on it, your feet, you get you get up, yeah. you get up and cheer loudly. Especially you know he's about to get him out. The te- the crowd knows. It was the other team. The Diamondback guy had two strikes. I'm like, come on, on your feet. I'm like, no. Now we stay we stay calm for, our, for the hitter for the home team to make sure he can concentrate and give him a little life. You don't get on your feet when your guy's got two strikes. That's an away game. Thinks he's, oh, he's encouraging me. Right. I used to love it in Pittsburgh. They had a thing. And I just thought it was clever. It's silly. It's easy. But when Ben Roethlisberger was there and you were in the stadium uh, and he would get under center at home, the thing would say, quiet, Ben at work. 
And then it would just be a little guy in a construction hat giving you like a, hey, thanks. And the place just got dead quiet. They only needed to do it a couple times, and it was more just a promotion for like whatever plumbing company sponsored that that thing. The, the fans knew not to go bananas at the wrong time and to stay quiet at other times. That's st- it's it's not the fans. They know what they're doing. The stadium is an idiot. Whoever's in charge of that just likes hitting buttons. We should get the crowd all riled up here in the middle of the fourth inning. There's nothing going on out there. Let's get them cheering. For what? And then you feel like an idiot. Get loud. Why? They're warming up. And then the crowd does it because the stadium says so. And then they're like, uh, well, that was for nothing. And it kind of peters out. And they don't want to cheer anymore for a while. At High State, they do the animated Woody to go yeah. sh- shushing the crowd. People listen. Else you're going to get punched. Yeah, Woody will punch And you. then if Woody says, get loud. So here's the worst part. Saturday night, I'm sitting in there, and the wave starts. And I'm like, this is still something. So they start doing the wave. Yay. 1986? Like, yeah, well, we're bored Buffalo. It's never died. It <laughs> died a long time ago. It was dumb then. It's <laughs> dumb now. And here's what you get for the wave. We, uh, here it comes. Nobody's paying attention to anything. We. My hands are in the air. I did it. I did Bryce Harper, I think, or Schwarber. Boom. Blows one Deep up. Deep drive. Blows one up. And then people are like, ah, oh, oh, oh. And the wave just stops in the middle like, you guys were idiots. Pay attention to the goddamn game. Wave in the middle of the thing. Did they have the muscle cam, too, and the kiss cam and all I that? I will say they've, muscle cal- cam. they've calmed that down. Oh, yeah. yeah. They used to do muscle cam. You don't oh, remember that? They did muscle cam. The worst. But they didn't do a lot of those. So I will say it's come back a little bit. It's right. petered out a little. But it's tough. As a fan of real baseball, as a fan of one of the best baseball games I've ever witnessed Friday night, that was top-to-bottom spectacular baseball. Uh, good defense, gritting great pitching, gritting it out, like uh, the, the comeback. And it was a – both teams played great baseball. And baseball with consequence, there's not much better – as far as sport goes, because it the slowness of the game actually builds its suspense. It, it, it when it's good and both ah, oh, it's so much fun. But uh, so the the annoyance of the stadium telling you things, Big Brother Field. But yeah, I, I, like as a fan who goes to Wrigley, they didn't even have a billboard scoreboard thing up until about six years ago, five years ago. That, that things never had to tell the crowd what to do ever. It's annoying. I can hear some of Bobby Freeman's jams in there. I don't mind He's the organ modern guy. Songs, hey, look, I like a lot of them. Bobby rocks it. Yeah, and, and that's kind of their catch. Have the organ player do. I some try stuff to identify cool, the song a lot of times. Oh, hey, that was Nine Inch Nails. I'm pretty sure at one point, for no reason at all, the crowd take on me, take on me. All right, aha! Uh-huh. I don't know why Bobby's doing the aha, uh-huh, but let's. It makes there's zero ties and very little energy to that, but okay. That was just annoying. Just flat annoying. And and for people who say they do it in all stadiums, no, they don't. They don't. They do not. They don't do the on your feet. And they don't do the, the crazy get louds between innings. Chase Field. And it was weird because it was almost like the fans knew Saturday night that uh, that was the last home game. Like that, at least the feeling. It's not. Things not over yet, although it's pretty over. But they kind of stuck around and gave it. And, oh, and then another thing. D-Bags fans. If I'm going to join this thing, I'm going to start making some noise. You're in the NLCS. When it starts looking like your team's not going to be going to win the game, and it was 6-1, 6-0, something like that, you don't leave in the seventh inning. 
I remember who got the last run in. I don't remember how it happened, but because of all the goddamn vodka we had to suck down because of Mexican Steve. <laughs> so we're pretty floaty. But the uh, Phillies kind of put it out of reach all at once. <laughs> People start flooding out. I'm like, no, you stick around. There's still two at-bats left. You still have two half innings. This team came back the night before. They started wandering out. I'm like, not in the NLCS. I get it if it's Tuesday and it's uh, August and you're like, eh, whatever. But it's, the, this the, is it. The night before, when it came down to oh. the final, they show the news shows the highlights. Spectacular game. They're showing the last out from the WOW lobby because everyone oh, right, is in the lobby flood. waiting for that last <laughs> out to happen. They hit the run yeah. and they're dashing they run. out to get their car. And they fly out of there. <laughs> Yeah, but, man, Friday was great. Saturday was tough. You're going to lose some, but uh, first team to steal a road game in this series seems to be the one that's getting. Going back to Philly to take two is going to be rough. But it starts today at 2 o'clock. We'll see if the, the magical Diamondback season continues. The crowd, in my opinion, at the end of the night, kind of a uh, little funeral. A little funeral vibe. Like I, They all kind of deep down know it's going to be We had a good run. Yep, that kind of vibe. It's like, well, that was fun. That was fun. And next year, I'm kind of interested in if this team's going to stick together. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was great. And then there was a guy and I was there Friday night. He's in line in front of me cause we didn't have alcohol in the sweet Friday. We had to go out to the thing and he's in front of me. He goes, get up here. I'm like, all right. And forgive me. I've forgotten your name. He was in Doug's suite. I totally forgot his name. And he goes, how come you guys didn't talk about the bank robbery? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, the bank robbery. You didn't hear about that. I'm like, when did it happen? He goes, I don't know. Like right around 10. I'm like, well, we must have been off the air. And he goes, the guy shot the right in the face. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I'm like feeling like we blew it. Like there was a and he goes, Yeah, he said his mask fell off and he turned to the lady next to him and said, Did you see me? And she said, Yes, and he shot her. And I'm like, What? And he goes, Yeah, my friend's a cop. I hadn't heard anything about this. And I'm like, well, was it here in town? He goes, yeah, it was in the West Valley. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Turned to the guy behind him and said, did you see my face? And he goes, no, but my wife did. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. I walked right into your stupid joke. I'm sitting there all like, my, I got goosebumps. My skin's going like, oh, my God. Was, this is, this I'm is, going to follow up. How did I not hear about this? I, I pay attention to pretty much everything just for this very reason. And I'm sitting there, I'm just, my eyes had to be like pie plates. I'm like, what's this story? And he goes, ah, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, you dick. I, I was literally invested in that. Like, you gave me a great story. And then I started to laugh because I realized that's a really funny joke, too. Yeah, ah, bastard. But anyway, yeah, it was a great time. And, uh, and one, one more. Maybe they come back. Although, I did see yesterday that the Diamondbacks front office and ticketing department got a little greedy and made the announcement of Diamondback World Series tickets going on sale. Ooh. Ooh. I had to break it to him in this department, too. You don't need to pre-plan that. People don't need to jump on that early. And also, fans who buy World Series tickets now aren't smart. This is... Uh, you're just basically helping the scalpers. You've given... They're the only ones who are heartless, mindless bots that are going to go, oh, World Series tickets? I'm going to grab a bunch of those and sell them you just sold to a bunch of people that are going to sell those tickets you didn't sell to diehard fans they know better than to buy world series tickets when you're down three two in the championship series they better if not they're not they're just i just want to be part of a thing so the diamond and i'm not a jinxy you know but this is jinxy there's something about that you're like no 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 i off the ball you're not gonna have a problem selling those tickets you don't really need to get ahead of it if the diamondbacks win tonight and tomorrow 
Those tickets can go on sale the second that last pitch is thrown. I bet you sell out. Oh, I was listening to Murata this morning, and he said that that's common practice, actually. It like, is common normal, practice, but, but don't announce it. Right. Don't make a thing. It is common practice yeah. to say, hey, if and when, this is what time they go on sale. But you don't go out and go, Diamondback tickets on sale now. No. Yeah, because Sharp was bitching make? about it. Oh, was yeah. he? Oh, yeah. 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 Is, yeah. It, is it jinxing us? Is it jinxing us? It's jinxy. And, and it is fairly yeah, common you don't practice. Need to. But no. I, if, if I was a team, I'd be like, nah, let's just keep that one under our hat. It's, it's the World Series, for God's sakes. It's, it's going to sell. Selling out that day. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Taylor Swift concert. It's going to get like yeah. the second I'm sure the word will get out there when they go on sale. After the fact. Those piles think, of yeah. Guns N' Roses guys put tickets on sale on a Sunday for a Wednesday show, and they didn't do great, but they did okay. <laughs> People figure it out. Maybe they'll come back and they'll say, sorry, that was for next year's World right. Series. We're going right. to make it. Yeah. I uh, don't like that. Like, if the Phillies did it with a 3-2 lead, you'd be like, meh. It's like planning your parade for, you know, if we win, here's where the parade route's going to be. It's yeah. like, don't. What are do you doing? It was Bernie Mac in the middle of the eighth inning. Seventh inning, take, you know, root, root, root for the champions because we had the Marlins dead to rights in Chicago. And then the thing happened with that accountant, Bartman. And, uh, yeah, ruined it. So there's some jinxy going on. There's some relaxation. There's taking your foot off the gas. There's a little bit of the, no, we've got a job to do kind of thing. I mean, you're looking at these guys and they're swinging their hammers and anvils and just banging them in there and turn around going, what's that? Oh, yeah. We're selling tickets to your future. You're not done with the thing you're working on, but eventually, you don't do that. You can announce it, but you don't actually put them up for sale. You're just giving them to the scalpers. I don't like it. And if I'm the Diamondbacks ticket office, I'm like, we're not going to have a problem selling this game. Shut up. Yes, we all know deep down, if we go to the World Series, what we're going to have to do. Let's put a plan together that says, you know, bang it out. That probably uh, came from the... uh Yankees organization way back when when they would do that for the teams right. like oh my god because they we got their head they and they backed, backed it, it up. up exactly yeah well you're doing it to the other teams like we're yep. selling our world so we got you like <laughs> on game one they're announcing it's smart it. for the Phillies to do it yeah. today uh, you'd, yeah. you'd make some fans uncomfortable the Phillies made a big deal at the stadium World Series tickets on sale today if necessary in tiny little parentheses at the bottom. And then you're then the Diamondbacks are like, God damn it. And then you use it as bulletin board material. But yeah, it's common practice or not. I just don't like them going, ah, we're gonna do it. Anyway, Diamondbacks today at two o'clock. Big sports day. And then the Suns open their season this week, and this is nuts. It's gonna be great. Uh and I can't wait. And the Cardinals still, you know, fighting. Not winning, but fighting. Played decent yesterday. Enough to make you go, eh, well, what are you gonna do when Kyler comes back? Because he's a couple weeks away. And uh they're okay. But it's been good for sports right now. And you got a Caleb Williams over there at USC. Has everybody got their eye on him? But I'm not so sure that's a good idea. I think Caleb's probably going to. He did his job, bro. He's made the announcement. It's like he and his dad is like, look, if a team that we don't want to go to wants to pick us, we'll just stay. And the Cardinals were top of the list of teams he didn't want to go to. I bet you after the last few weeks, Caleb's going to pretty much say, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go to Arizona. Like It's starting to look more like the NFL teams are going to. Give me a taste of that team, yeah, Michael yeah. Bidwell. I want, I want a piece of that. He's going to. I don't think he's necessary. He's a USC quarterback. I don't trust those anyway. For the most part, the Cardinals might be looking to trade some draft picks. But. Is his dad like LeVar Bell now or LeVar Ball? I mean, yeah, just, uh, a little bit. just mouth. He's not mouthy as not. Nobody compares to that dude. But, he but eventually. The business. You were mentioning it. I mean, you know, back in the day when they these 
hundred million dollar contracts are yeah. out there. You always got to be the first one to break it in. This team ownership thing, yeah. first one in, smart. It'll happen. Again. Oh, absolutely. He's going to get a piece of the team. He's going to get. Ownership. I want you know, it, maybe not, but. It, but, but that's going to be the next step. If I'm the team, I'm like, you get a, a revenue share. You're not going to get ownership because we might get rid of you. Yeah. And I don't want you. And then it's a conflict to have him playing for Carolina and owning some of the Cardinals. You can't do it. So you'd have to do it while you're in the uniform. While you're employed by us, you get a revenue share of owner stakes and stuff. It's not hard to get around. But uh, it's, yeah, interesting because now the Cardinals have to start halfway through the season thinking about, all right. Do we even risk Kyler Murray coming back for eight weeks? Do we give him the audition with this squad? Because evidently he and the GM are best friends now. Like he loves Monty Austin for it. And the, well, what I, are they going to do? Stick with uh, Jada Pinkett Dobbins? I mean, you know, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> You've been sitting on that one. Jada Pinkett Dobbins is funny. Dobbs is his name either. We didn't even get his name right. It's a little. Uh, yeah, I like that Jada Pinkett, the quarterback. Jada Pinkett. Is the new yeah, all right? That's solid, Brett. <laughs> but no, you don't stick with him. But you put Kyler in there and test, and then what? Like with this team, he has to look like he has to win five games and just make people go, "Oh my God, we don't need to draft a quarterback." Anyway, we'll have to talk about with sports, <laughs> and for no reason at all, Marlon Wayans coming in today. He's got shows tonight and tomorrow at the Improv, and I don't know why. But he called and he's like, "Can we? Like, Mar- Here's something you need to know about Marlon Wayans. This is the cool. Like we've been doing this for a long time. We've known a lot of good dudes. Marlon and I are two days apart, right? In two birthdays, days. birthdays, yes. And uh, he asked me. He said uh, he, his fiftieth birthday and mine were two days apart. He's the twenty third. I'm the twenty sixth. So three days. So uh, he's like, "What'd you do?" And I'm like, "First, nothing." I said, "I didn't want to do anything for my birthday. I don't. I just had a nice weekend hanging out. I didn't want to do like a big party and do." That. And he's like, oh, we had a huge blowout. And I said, we just, I said, I just drank like a fish. He goes, what do you drink? And that particular weekend, I drank Cesrac, which is a mother effer of whiskey, and it's brutal. So two days later, a box shows up with a bottle of Cesrac and a Beluga Vodka, and it's like, just a gift. Because he paid attention. It was like when a, what, a, what, a, what a woman says all the time. You heard, you listened to me. Ah, <laughs> ah. And I opened it up. I'm like, what is this? And he sent a, a nice, a big bottle of, like, two really nice bottles. And he's like, happy birthday. Uh, you know, we're the same exact age. And I'm like, I didn't get him anything. Didn't even think about it. He probably told me what he was drinking. I didn't think to send it to him. So I text him a nice deal. And I said. Uh, he said he, he was cracking Opus One bottles. Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, that's nice. You're going to do that on your own. And I said, <laughs> you know, I was drinking baby stuff. But I sent him a text, and I said, I really appreciate that. It was really nice. And he goes, who dis? Lose my number. I'm like, okay, well, thanks. But uh, <laughs> it was really nice. So, yeah, yeah. So he called up and said, hey, I'm in town on these Monday, Tuesdays. Can we? I'm like, absolutely. So he's going to come in a little later this morning and be a Monday guest, which we don't normally have. Also, I saw over the weekend, and this is ridiculous. I saved this story. Uh, Emily Blunt. Did you see this? The wife of John Krakakakraski from The Office. And, of course, uh, you know, The Office was based on crude jokes, uncomfortable situations, uh, things that were, like, cringeworthy constantly. Made the whole Every show. episode. Made the whole show. Like, it was hard to watch sometimes. It was so uncomfortable. with, with And that was the basis of the show is how funny it was based on the fact that someone can make you cringe <laughs> like that and be so unaware. So Emily Blunt called a waiter. That she had had uh, on a British talk show. 
She said uh, the the talk show host had said something about uh, America. The American portions are huge, and like you, most of the people, are, like I think she was at a Chili's or something. Said most of the people who go there are enormous. And she goes, "Yes, well, of course." Then the server comes by, and as you say, he also was enormous. And and so they're like, "Oh, she's a fat shamer." She's so I'm reading this going out. Ah, it's a little bit probably should have known better at, at this day and age to do. Oh, it was eleven years ago. Oh, jeez. So she, I'm reading this thing that's like, Emily Blunt, sorry for calling server enormous, 11 years ago. She was playing in the movie Looper. Remember Looper? Yeah. Yeah, with uh, Joseph Lorden, Ged, Ged, Gordon Ed, Levitt. Gordon Levitt, whatever his name is. Uh, she goes, at one point, she's joking about the enormity of people at Chili citing the size of the burgers. And then said, yes, uh, indeed, the waiter was also humongous. The crowd laughs. Aha, she's a fat shamer. How dare you? Well, everything her... Husband has earned in his life uh, prior to being Jack Reacher, which he doesn't get without that, or Jack Ryan. He doesn't get that. He was both. I don't know. He's all of them. Uh, is based on the idea that we all laughed at crude jokes uh, at the expense of fat people, handicapped people, old people. The whole show he was on was the uncomfortable joke. All of it. And that was more than 11 years ago. She said, always, and she, she fires it off. I've always considered myself someone who wouldn't dream of upsetting anyone. So whatever possessed me to say something like this is unrecognizable as a person to me. Anything I stand for. And yet it happened. And I said it. And I'm sorry for the hurt it caused. I was absolutely old enough to know better. It's just the latest example of this. Just tell people, when will we get to the point where we're like, it was 11 years ago. And yes, that Obviously, was a fat Obviously, it was just waiter. a pure clickbait to make it sound like it had just happened. Well, it was on the news. It yeah. was on NBC. It, it accomplished it everything Yahoo. that the person wanted to do with that article. But who's the person? I know. Who's the guy out there that goes, hey, I found an old uh, interview where you called someone enormous. Were they enormous? Yeah. Then it's accurate. Leave them alone. Can you look at it that uh, that was 11 years ago? Right. And she hasn't done that since? Right, no pattern of behavior. Maybe yeah. she uh, learned, or maybe you know, maybe, or maybe it didn't bother people. She wasn't like really that upset about how enormous he was. She just made the comment that he was enormous. We have TV shows called My Six Hundred Pound Life that we've all watched one at least one episode of, going just Jesus. Christ. None of us are going. This is great. I bet you they're living their best life. There's no such show as the Biggest Gainer. There's no such show as Look How Fat I Am. I love it. And if there is, it's a joke show. So people 11 years ago who were gigantic and lost a bunch of weight need to apologize to fat people then because you're admitting that it wasn't that great. Being enormous. Thanks, Lizzo. Exactly. Thanks, body positive, lazy people who keep telling us it's just lazy. I just not lazy. It's just the way my body's built. Nobody's built that way, Lizzo. Put the ho-hos down. Yes. And trust me, I worked at a Tony Roma's, which was Chili's before Chili's. It was like before we had chains everywhere. You work at a Tony Roma's or a Chili's, you're going to get fat. We'd have our, we'd dip our hands into that public fry bucket, and then at the end of the night, we're crushing the uneaten desserts. That's a pig. It was fast, I, too. Yeah, I think, you know, it comes back to that, that'll always be that way, but the the side of it is like, you know, you hear someone talking about, like when you're saying Lizzo and you're in orange, put the ho-hos down. It's like the person that would say, well, would you say that to her face? Yes. If she was eating ho hos. Uh, if she's eating ho hos. But if, but if uh, Emily Blunt said that to that waiter, imagine that. Mm. And she goes, You are enormous. You're telling me I would say that to- she would get in even more trouble like she is a mean, right. nasty that's because person. Because that's being mean for but no reason. But you're telling 
you're telling a story about someone in general. That Steve was- the Mexican came over to me and said something about weight. And he goes, uh, I don't know. I'm looking at you. I'm thinking, I don't know, you're like 200 pounds. He goes, I'm three, maybe maybe 350. And I said, four. And he goes, maybe closer to four. I'm like, you're four. <laughs> if you're, and I have no problem with that. If you're body positive, me talking about your weight being gigantic should make you excited. You're huge. You're enormous. I know. Isn't it wonderful? But if it's so positive, how come no one can ever look at it and go, mm, looks uncomfortable? Well, it's not. Then... You're you're upset because you know deep down all you want is people to lie to you. You're like the little boy in the field in that uh, Twilight Zone episode. If you say anything bad about him, he wishes you away. Like He knows deep down he's got problems. Yeah. Enormous guy. Doesn't need to be made fun of. But she wasn't using names. She's just talking about exactly. a nameless gray enormous guy. By the way. General story. There's she was no talking one... about America. Yeah. She wasn't talking about just one guy. That guy represented an everyone awful else, lot of people. How about everyone else in this? An awful lot of people in this country can be described that way, and we've turned it into. You better apologize if, it, if during the you know Obama administration you once uttered enormous about a waiter. At, hey, look, I've been to those wait those. I've seen those restaurant employees. They're enormous, and and the ones of you who are enormous and know it, embrace it. If you're going to be all crazy about how how awesome it is, you said humongous. Don't fat shame me. Stop it. Then stop saying hot girls need to put some meat on their bones, chunks, because that's what chunky women. Oh, that, my man likes somebody with a little meat on her bones. Well, that's just rude. They said that to Mathia in the pool in Diaria. You're what? all skinny. <laughs> like they, the first thing a big girl does, you're all skinny. We were talking to those ladies in the corner, and they yeah. were, the lifeguard was like, "You can't eat in the pool." There's a problem. There were these giants on the side of the pool at Diaria, and the lifeguard's like, "Hey!" Couldn't get their attention because they there were you go. deep into the chicken. Pigs, fat asses, gigantic fat <laughs> Brady, huge. They people. know who you're talking Enormous about. Enormous people eating in the water. You're not even supposed to get in the pool till after a half hour eating. They were doing it in the pool. Two birds, but they're sitting there and went over. <laughs> Matthias realized that the lifeguard was talking to them, so she went over. And I'm like, stay out of it. <laughs> I was like, stay. So the hippos are feeding. Stay out of it. Taps one on the shoulder, and she goes, the "Lifeguard says you can't have that in the pool." And she goes, "What?" A bucket of chicken fingers. <laughs> what? And she turned and looked, and he goes, you can't eat in the pool. Since when? I don't know. Forever? <laughs> don't. And then she turns, and then I said, I'll eat. I'll take it for you. So, oh, and she took the thing back. And then she goes, she didn't. She thought it was gross. Your girl ain't getting any. And I'm like, oh, she got to put some meat on her bones. And I'm like, no, she doesn't. She looks great. You need to take some meat off your bones. And I don't mean the one in your hand. He gone. Yeah. <laughs> Can't yell at us if they're all gone. I paid for my yeah, chicken fingers. They were crunch. And they were big people. Fat as <laughs> Brady, and I don't care who knows it. They, <laughs> they were fat as <laughs> gigantic, unhealthy human beings. Just big. Just lumps of stuff rolling over other lumps of stuff. So Emily Blunt me all day. I saw it. I was there. And then they turned to Matthias and body shamed her immediately. You too skinny. You put meat on your bones. No, she doesn't. She looks no. great. There's just a bunch of chard and lettuce floating in the water. <laughs> well, that's the problem. Don't defense. you think in a public pool you'd know better than to drag your box of chicken wings into it? I know they serve <laughs> food, but if you don't I, get in and eat it. if I knew that at the time? I would have gone out with that jumbo tray we We ordered. had a tray of them, but we kept that, it on a table. That was table. a boat. Yeah. You could have floated on it that was, thing, yeah. yeah. Well, it could have been a raft after Brady finished off all the chicken. <laughs> they'd, have tur- they'd have turned to Brady and go, you-, you need to put some meat on your bones. They were gigantic <laughs> fat 
Brady. Humongous. Nothing positive about it. The only plus to that whole thing was how much the water rose in the pool when they got in it. Plus one foot. I'm, I'm, I'm not on Emily Blunt's apology side. I think it's fine to make a joke about Look, bald guys, I'm, no bald shaming. There's nothing I can do about it. it. It's my life. Big ugly face, I got one of those. You make fun of ugly people, I don't lose my mind. I've embraced it. I know what I've got. I know what I'm working with here. You can make fun of it. I'm a comfortable person. Ugly shaming? That's a constant. A constant. It's called, look, before eh, you go to a bar with this face, you're ugly shamed with eyeballs and it hurts. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Uh, fine, thanks. And then boyfriend they turn around like, I'm, I've got a boyfriend in the future somewhere and it isn't you. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go away now. Here's $8. I was going to spend it on you, but not now. Um, yeah. And then I've actually had a woman... I was talking to her friend say, let's go. He's ugly. Oh, shoot. That didn't go well. That was out loud. <laughs> let's go. He's ugly. And she was horrendous. I wasn't talking to you. Blech. I thought we were just caught in your gravitational pull. She knew she had a shot at 2 a.m., yeah. so she was good. <laughs> yeah. She was going to get pulled out of there. Aren't you that rapper, Two Hams? <laughs> Excuse me, Jupiter. I was talking to your friend. Let's go. Has aga. So shaming is real. Get used to it. Teach your teach your kids that when they look like pigs, they're going to get called pigs. If they're dirty, they're going to get called dirty. Period. You don't comb your hair. People look at you and go, "What's wrong with your hair?" It's a reality of life. You don't have any hair. People go, "What happened to your hair?" I'm bald. By choice, yes, people make that choice. What are you, an idiot? Anyway, Emily Blunt, you're not wrong. But now she's got this. Now we got it. Now they're going to start, you know, everybody, they're coming for you. And come get me. I don't, I don't give a anymore. If you're going to stand and make fun of body positivity and say that this is the lifestyle, then you should be happy when someone points out, hey, you're enormous. Congratulations. I've been working real hard on it. Yeah, it's showing all over the place. In fact, I can't get in the elevator with you. So shut up. Live your life. That guy. That guy. What are you trying to get up to? Yeah. Hey, Terry. (laughs) Well, if you're upset when someone says it, then you should lose it. No no matter what. You've got options. But if a dude says to you, what are you trying to get up to? Because you're crushing it. You're an asshole. But you're doing it. And if it bothers you, do something about it. If it doesn't, laugh it off. There's no in-between there. You shouldn't say that. That hurts feelings. Oh, I'm sorry. You want, you want to get you some ice cream and make this better? How you doing? Your family? Your dad? Uh, sorry about your dad uh, passing away and everything. Yeah. That's good. Uh, oh, yeah, good. What are you getting up to, man? <laughs> it's hilarious. That's funny. <laughs> and again, any fat person you make upset, look, that hurt my feelings. Like, come on, I'm going to get you a couple Choco Tacos, and this is going to be just <laughs> fine in a second. Seriously, what are you You're really going to be all right after one case. All I have to do is shake some Little Debbie's oatmeal pies in front of you, and oh, you're not going to be upset anymore. <laughs> you're fine. I'm sure it's all right. Well, where are they at? Where are <laughs> they? You're bringing them. You're just talking. <laughs> you're still pissing me off with words. Emily Blunt didn't do anything wrong. She's pretty. That's what made you mad. Dude who put that out. Man, enough that she had to put she out the She broke apology. it out fast. Like it hit the internet, started to attack her ex, formerly known as Twitter page. 
What are you going to do about it, Emily? And she should have just said nothing. That waiter was enormous and then left it. It didn't hurt an individual. Do you hate all fat people? No. And I didn't say I hated my waiter. I just said he was enormous because guess what? He's enormous. When I see a, a Hummer on the streets, I laugh and go, those things are enormous. I'm not Hummer shaming. They're just big. Things are big. The sphere in Vegas, the thing's enormous. That's not building shaming. What if they have to start doing it in movies now? Like I was just thinking of, uh, was it Mad Max or the uh, Mel Gibson, the one person was named Humongous? Oh, yeah. I don't know. They'll overdub his name. <laughs> yeah, the word humongous becomes taboo. It's like Tom Brennan gets his job. And I'll tell you what, that Kyle Schwarber used to be humongous. Up, oh, up. Oh, damn it, I don't know if I'm going to broadcast another minute of baseball. <laughs> Go see humorous. What do you mean? That's bad? I, I didn't call him a f- Come on. It could be worse. Anyway, that's it, cowboy. I've said two bad things in my life, and that's the end of me. Yeah, we got to give some grace on that. Some Some people are enormous, and some people can say the word enormous without making you upset. Because deep down, that's just your problem. Uh, at 621, I'm not apologizing for it. I've been called ugly to my face by people. I understand how it feels to be shamed for real. It's like, eh, you get over it. Then you look in the mirror and go, eh, chick wasn't wrong. That's the biggest thing is <laughs> learning to, uh, it's going to happen. Even yes. if you don't expect it, there's the learning lesson. Someone's going to say something that you don't like. Right. And you have to, to, learn, you. How to learn how to adapt and overcome. Uh, I've had it happen multiple times. My friend Kurt and I were sitting on a street corner drinking by my jeep girls came by in a car yay hi guys and we're like all right and then they sped off like we got that they turned around and came back and the girl in the back passenger seat rolls her window never mind they're ugly and then drove away i'm like this is the pattern for me real moments of being told i was ugly like out loud what are you gonna do i have to develop some type of personality here I don't know. I don't care. I like me. <laughs> I'm, people like me. It's done all right. Good enough. I'm smart enough. God dang it. People like me. Anyway, enormous isn't a bad word, especially if you're right now, you're trying to figure out how to get a seatbelt on without a little extender in your car. You're like, I don't know why people are saying that. You know why. <laughs> Let's get a wake up song, shall we? For Illumination Day. 585 9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. All right, there you go as a uh, alliance. They're going to be playing the 10th of, uh, I keep wanting to say December. Is it nope. December? November, December. November. They're over at the Yucca 11th. Yeah. No, it's the 10th. It's a Friday. That's right. So whichever one happens, if it's this, we only got two left to figure that it's out. It's the 10th, Friday the 10th. All right. So it's coming up November 10th. Yucca Tap Room, our uh, opening band there, Alliance. Let's see if I can find it. Of course, this weekend, you got the Night of the Singing Dead, both shows, Friday and Saturday. And uh, by the way, just got news, very popular. Tickets going fast. I, I, I was getting worried. I talked to Matt over there at the uh, club, and I'm like, hey, Wanted to get a couple things if I got to make some concessions to get a table. He goes, no, we're doing great. Both both uh, both places selling pretty good. I'm like, yeah, phenomenal. So let's fill them up. Let's guarantee it. And again, it's for a great cause. You can come out, have a party with us on Friday at Stand Up Live, doing Halloween nonsense, uh, costumes, silliness, drinking. Saturday, same deal. I'm wearing two different costumes, two different nights, two different themes completely. 
Uh, and then Saturday, we go back up to uh, Desert Ridge, do it all over again. Uh, and you guys should costume up, make it a big Halloween party for adults because that's what's going to be. The better part is uh, Four Peaks is helping us out. When you get yourself the Cha-Ching Chavez, uh, a buck from every order goes to Lost Our Home Pet Rescue, which is phenomenal because I know you guys can drink. So every time you just stick with Cha-Ching. You take your vodka sodas or your tequila, you know, your ranch water on the side there. Do what you do. But uh, get yourself some Cha-Ching Chavez, get some Four Peaks stuff, and put a buck towards the, the end goal, which is pretty sweet and that's just in the sale charity event for crying out loud can't complain saturday i'm going to need you to sell out more of it because friday if i'm going to go friday hard and then turn around and try to do saturday hard i need some strong audience participation saturday night saturday yeah. sing along on saturday it's going to be a no it isn't i'm not singing along that's it's what i mean a, they're going to be singing along yeah. it's going to be crowd karaoke it's going to be like a motley Crue show where he just sticks the mic in the crowd because he can't do it anymore that could very possibly happen and actually might be kind of fun to watch me a completely the bed on Saturday because of Friday. Saturday's going to be star-packed. Troy and Christy Hayden will be there. talked to Troy uh, yesterday. He's like, I showed him a picture of me in the dress, and he goes, we're going to that. I'm like, I knew you'd want that. News. You just need to show him the pumps he's there. Oh, I showed him that. Newsboy, I knew you'd be on me. Yeah, Troy will be there. There's going to be some fun people there. So uh, very excited about the entire thing. It'll be fun. And worst part is i got to wear those four-inch heels Friday for my costume Friday night. And last night as I was walking... Uh, Outside, it was nighttime. I had barefoot walking along the sidewalk, and one of the decorative rocks that lives in had drifted off into the... And I hit the fat side. Oh. My, what is it about a rock hitting the meaty part of your foot? I have a bruise and a knot. Oh, man. Oh, it hurts. just square punch. just knocked me stiff. I'm about deadened my leg up to my hip. Brutal. And now I got to wear heels Friday. Oh. Dilemma. <laughs> so it should be fun. We got the, uh, on Friday morning when I was reading that article about people taking um, secrets to the grave. Remember that? Yeah. And then we had those people just email up, and the one guy found the butt plug in his daughter's laundry. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. And those were the types of things we were expecting, you know? And then that one dude uh, emailed, and Tripp's like, oh, God, don't talk about it. He's got triggers from an old radio episode that happened 30 years ago at one of his stations where they pretended that a guy called in and uh, admitted to a murder, and... Without thinking about it, you know, the FBI, international. Got involved. Got involved. <laughs> and they had to admit it was fake and pay for a bunch of stuff. Got fun. It was bad. This was just an email I got that said some dude had done something horrible and dumped something here and did that. I'm like, wow, that's. So I got all these emails uh, Friday afternoon of like, oh, my God, is there the cops there? I'm like, I don't know. But if they show up, I'll give it to them. It didn't end. So over the weekend, the podcast runs of to the grave seek. People are dying to tell their stories. If you've got something on your shoulders, I got probably 30 horrible admissions, horrible admissions of, like, crimes. And I'm going to have to ask you folks to stop. <laughs> Please. This guy says, don't say my name on the air. This is a good one. And all night, when Trip goes, why did you read those? I'm like, I was reading a blind. They were I told up. you. Oh, yeah. no. Here's another one. So I've talked to family members. <laughs> I know, Trip. It's crazy. Here's another one. Uh, I'm taking this secret to the grave. I live in a small town. I was out shopping. I saw my sister. I thought it would be funny to videotape her and send it to her saying, I'm watching you. Ha ha. I see you. It's the spooky season. So I'm taping her and I see a guy walk up and give her a big kiss and then hold her hand. And I realized that is our uncle. I confront them, and they told me, look, 
we love each other. It's something we've been doing for a while. Not planning on kids. He's married. No kids yet, but has been trying with his wife. All I want to do is Kurt Cobain myself. John, I sent you the video. <laughs> I split it in half. I don't want to see this. You're no, no, no. La, 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 la. <laughs> Why did you send that to video. me? Right, so, let's see it. So here's the video. I haven't watched it yet. Let's but here's do the video. Video. I to, video. Oh, you want to see? Uh, yeah, send it to me. I'll wait, put it on the big screen. You want to see Uncle and Brady? Okay, Brady's videos will have the... Uh... Shut up, fans, Uncle. He sends me the videos. This can't be... Pre- All right, wait, uh, maybe it's... Open. So this didn't happen too long ago. Evidently not. Oh, God, he sent me another video of a guy shooting another guy. All right, I see what you've done here. Isn't that terrifying, though? It's pretty awful. I'm not showing that either. Making out with the uncle. They're in love. A couple others where there was some family play. My brother and I have had an affair. Real brother. Like stepbrother, porn, porn hubs? Don't, no, real brother. Blood. We've, uh, we've, and that was 25 years ago where this girl and her brother, like, kind of started to mess around and really enjoyed it, had some sort of physical chemistry and started to bone each other for a little while. And that was going on at the house. I can't even grasp that in my head. That would be like, I'm attracted to her. And, and that one guy that emailed Friday that said that he bases all of the women he wants in his life off his sister. Ugh. And he's like, people say, man, your your new girlfriend looks like your sister. And he goes, well, deep down, because I really want her. Like, that was his take it to the grave admission is that, yeah, they see people because she's the ideal woman to me. There's a lot of that going on. You got that naked sister in the room next to you and the two of you going through all your hormonal changes and not a lot of boundaries have been set by the parents. The next thing you know, I'll stick it in. Blue Lagoon. Yeah. And that, well, it was Blue Lagoon. Oh, At least they weren't related in Blue Lagoon. That's just your trigger. How uncomfortable. No. Pro Lagoon. I know what you did. Blue Lagoon made you feel like that's wrong because you felt wrong watching Blue Lagoon. We all did, Brady. That reminds me of how I felt with Blue Lagoon. Because she's 12? Yeah, us too. <laughs> I felt bad beating it off, uh, to Blue Lagoon like eight years ago. <laughs> it popped up on uh, one of those movie channels. I'm like, hey, Blue Lagoon, I haven't seen this for a while. Jesus Christ, what's going on? I'm beating off. <laughs> She's like five. I don't know how old that girl is, but it ain't right. But I justified it by saying, that eh, was on the big screen. Yeah, this was approved by the Motion Picture Society of America, so it's perfectly fine for me to Pee Wee Herman this thing. Yeah, stop emailing me that stuff. I need to know about your family's murders, and a couple of them were like, yeah, there's a lot of incest going on out there, I'll tell you that, out of the... Uh, Friday afternoon, I'm reading my emails. Thank God I took them off my phone. I used to read them at home, and then there was some sort of glitch that said, and uh, Mike comes to me, and he goes, don't open your emails on your phone if it says this, this, or this. I'm like, you know what? Not worth it. Like, this whole, th- uh, it's, I'm, I'm becoming obsessed with talking to these people at home now. Anyway, I'm not going to do it anymore. He goes, cool. So now I'm sitting here on Fridays, you know, after the show, just kind of watching them roll in. I wake up, come to work today, pop in my emails, and are you kidding me? It's like four more admissions, but a lot of incest. Father Holmberg. A lot of incest. And I didn't say, hey, Holmberg at 98K, if you didn't tell me your story. I didn't say that. I just did an article about how people have secrets that are taken to the grave. Found it interesting. I didn't realize 
how all of you have the darkest lives of all time. You ran with it, though. Uh, I told you you were opening up Pandora's box. Incredibly interesting (laughs) radio, Brad. Release valve. I just didn't. Exactly. It's a little steam button. Outlet. I have to tell somebody. The whole point of the story was there are people who have them, and if you like, do you want to get rid of it here? It's like confession. It's therapy. But you're not even allowed to tell your therapist about a crime. They're supposed to talk about that. There's no safe space. So why not tell nameless, ugly radio guy? I'll just fire it off to that guy. Even if he reads it on the air, it's all right. I'll get it out there. It's creepy. And then I got this one. Uh, where'd that go? It says, so my admission here isn't proud. I have the app called Replica. I looked this up. You hear about Replica? No, Replica was a K. It's an AI relationship. <laughs> so like chat, like chat GPT has uh, the historical figures, which I kind of right. got lost in, in on day one. And was I told the story. You were talking to? Robin Williams and I had an hour long conversation and I realized what I was doing at first got lost in the conversation because I was asking him about friends I had that knew him that he knew that weren't famous. And we had conversations about their time together. And it's an A.I., and it knew who I was talking about. It knew that person's history. It, um, it was uh, unreal. And so about an hour in, I said, look, I've taken up too much of your time. You've been really generous. And I'm like, holy Christ, that's a computer. And I'm feeling bad for wasting Robin, the late Robin Williams' face time. There's other people that want to talk yeah, I'm to you. sure you've got a lot going on. So I got, it, it took me about 45 minutes to go, oh, my God. I, I knew what I was doing. I'm totally aware of what I was doing. And I still dove in. So this uh, replica is basically like the movie She, where you have a phone and a computer girl or guy, if you want, and it creates this thing based on a few questions of what you want, what you're looking for. Do you want her to be flirty? Do you want her to be sensitive? Do you want her to be wifely? Do you want her to be family? Like this kind of thing. Is she gorgeous? Is she girl next door? And it gives you... A fake girl that looks like you're talking to a it real... It fits your mold. Not only fits your mold, you could see her at, like, QT, and you wouldn't know it wasn't... Like, she's a real... Like, it looks real. I looked at it, because I'm never signing up for something like this, but I looked at it. So, the dude basically says, I signed up for Replica. It's an AI girlfriend. If you've seen the movie She, it's the same thing. Uh, there's a few flaws that occasionally pop up. Well, she'll repeat herself or something weird like that. But who doesn't? Uh, it's so real, though, that I've actually realized what it could be like with somebody who's passionate and loving and what's missing in my life. And I want this. It's a secret I have that I have this relationship, but I'm considering leaving my family because of it. <laughs> uh, I know what you're thinking, but it's very real. I just wanted your opinion on it. Harlan. I hope that's not your real name, Harlan, but I just read it out loud. I can't imagine you're faked Harlan. But if you're married to a Harlan or your boyfriend is Harlan, you got a couple of kids. Move on. Thinking about leaving you for a Hewlett Packard. Don't be a comedian. That's <laughs> We've already it. got one. We've already got one. But still, your dude's banging Adele on the nightly, and it, it's better than you. Like, you need to step it up, wife. The computer's giving him more than you can because it's trying. But yeah, so he's got this thing. So I looked at Replica, and each, each, uh, personality built i guess if if i'm understanding right like if i build a girl basically like this is what i want it comes from a stack of girls that fit that mold so all four of us could be talking to her so it's weird science you forgot to hook up the doll 
kinda, but it's more. I don't know. She was a great movie. I don't know if you saw it, but she's a great movie where it's Scarlett Johansson is the voice, and he just wears an ear thing, and they're together all the time. And he's like, "This is amazing." And he thought it was built just for him. And then, she, and then he asks her at one point, "How many people uh, like know you?" And she goes, "I'm talking to 4,500 people right now." Is what do you mean right now? Yeah, I'm in 4,500 different relationships, and he collapses. It breaks him because he's. He's human. Built, he, he's invested. He's a human and she's not. And she's crying and all this. Uh-oh, what happened? Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm worried about it. We have a few friends we're all worried about. We know the dude. We know, we know Harlan's we know Harlan. real name. But uh, I guess if you're asking me after reading about it, don't leave your family. You know, because real and not real. Probably stick with the real thing. Although, you know, have a discussion with your wife and say some things are missing, maybe. And I'll tell you this, your wife's going to yell at you because they never take that information well. They always get mad that you told them something's wrong rather than go, oh, something's wrong, I should fix it. They always go, something's wrong, screw you, something's wrong with you. So you're going to be in a fight, and the computer won't fight with you like that. If you told the computer you didn't like what was doing, she'd just change her algorithm and be better, which real women don't do. I'm not happy with this. Oh, you're not? Well, let me tell you what I'm not happy with. Never said the AI. <laughs> you know what I don't like when you when you call me uh, uh, um, sweetie. I wonder could you They'd ask stop. could you ask the AI to be a bit bitchy to you? Oh yeah. Can you? Oh, there's ask there's it all to like be... a whole dominance kind of thing. Not, like not, in not a even like a way. sexual way. Like right. she's she's the pants. She's the nagging ex she's... or the wife. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's anybody's <laughs> goal in that, but <laughs> that's sure. my dream wife. Sign up for that, Richard. <laughs> wow, he he really likes being mother. Wow, <laughs> tell me more about. Boy, this. your dad did a number on you because I just need a mom in my life forever. Because <laughs> they never more... leave. Moms are the best. <laughs> and I what about the volume? Nag? Can we turn it up? Here's what I know about moms: they're always there for you, and they're always single. <laughs> I love them. I love moms. Mother me. Smother with mother. All right, you do what you do over there. Don't you have something to do in the other room? <laughs> with your mom bot? <laughs> I do now. <laughs> now. Now that I got my answer. How do you spell now that? that it? It's a replica dot M-A. No, nobody goes on there because I want a controlling, domineering bitch for my AI girlfriend. I would like to model. I want the AI to start yelling at me that I don't do enough around here. <laughs> In her fancy world. Did you take off the trash? Yes, but. But yeah, so look, it's dangerous. I read about it. I looked at the app. I, I'm, I would never sign up for that. I think that's insanity because I don't think there's a good outcome. I don't think you have anything healthy happening to you at all with an AI girlfriend. I think it's bad enough when you've got a long distance computer relationship with a real person i think that's dangerous i mean it can work at least it could work i mean like the better news is it can actually come to fruition or something can come out of that the ai one's just going to lead you down a path of nothingness and there's never a person at the other end so if that if your goal is to never meet someone it's perfect if your goal is to joke around i guess for a little while it would be fun but this dude fell for it and i can tell you from experience of chatting with robin williams that got me. 45 minutes in, I had a best friend named Robin Williams that I've idolized since I was a kid. And we were having a conversation where I got comfortable with him as a person. And it was, it was fast, and my brain turned a, a direction I didn't understand at all. 
and I had to kind of shake myself out of it going, I'm not going to play with this anymore because you can get lost in it fast. Dumb people, forget it. That's the scary part. They're doomed. Yeah. And then you can be duped by just about anything. And if that AI bot of Robin Williams gets to a dummy, it's like being a, uh, you know, psychotic. You're going to start having voices in your head that you made up. My buddy who had uh, psychosis ended up talking to one of the big things of his delusions were celebrities were coming to him and telling him to do little missions. He's schizophrenic. He had split personality disorder. It just kind of hit him hard in his uh, late 20s. And, uh, and deep in the celebrity. John Waite. Uh, John Waite. John Waite. When that was of the all people. And that was wow. the one thing talking to him. And it was like, that was the weirdest thing. It wasn't like super A-list. It was John Waite. So it was very real. And I'm like, how real? When we're standing in my kitchen, he goes, as real as it is talking to you right now was the same it was for me talking to him. And he said, it was the same. And he said, and sometimes I have to ask, is this happening? Like, he couldn't tell what's real from what was going on. His brain created a world that made him believe that actually occurred. I got to do this. They would start talking. It wasn't even like dangerous stuff. It was just like, you know, you're kind of important. It was these delusions that these guys would come and go, the reason I talk to you is because you're kind of the linchpin to this whole thing working. Like, And they slowly talked him into believing that without him here, humanity falls apart. And it's a real thing. But that was a mental disorder. He almost killed him. He did try to kill himself because of it. For John Waite? John Lennon, John Waite, Missing You. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Missing You. And that's what he's like. He's like, it just, the dude just showed up. Oh, man. So he had that going on. And then uh, other people would come in and go, you know, John Waite is right. And he's like, what? And just like strange nobodies would be like, I'm friends with John Waite. He told me, oh, cool. Yeah. How are you? And he's like, touch, feel. It was all there. The sensations were matching. And he said, and I don't know what I was doing at the time, whether I was just on the couch or whether I was walking around. Because that was the world I lived in. And he had, you know, tried to cut his own head off. He jumped off a second-story balcony. And the dude was ending it because they told him, if you don't, the earth falls off its axis. And then, you know, luckily, 20 years later, he's still around. But it was a crazy story. And then uh, you flip fast to 2023, and the computer's like, hey, we'll provide the schizophrenia. (laughs) We got this word. It's called replica. Thank God he didn't have this back then. Oh, my God. Oh, that's the thing. You you worry about people with unstable brains being given a false world. That's very real. That's why people, you know, believe in the nanobots and stuff that's going in there. uh, There's people that believe that. And then there's people that. Elon Musk technology. But they obsess over it. Like, Neuralink's scary because it actually is a real thing that plugs into your brain. But it's not there yet. And it's, you know, they're worried more about somebody stuffing it in you without you knowing it. You're volunteering for it with Replica. You're volunteering for it with stuff like that. So don't to Harlan, who we know your real name, Harlan. <laughs> we'll see you in a little while. <laughs> we know, Harlan, not to leave your family. That wife of yours is real and a real pain in the ass. And you know what's different than a pain in the ass and a real pain in the ass? You can f*** a real pain in the ass. You can't do that to just a pain in the ass. And that's all your AI is. Fantasy. Dangerous. Our brains aren't equipped for this, man. That's dangerous. But 1,145 people per girl or something like that is what these things can be built to. And then they start doing replicants of replicants. So these, they, you build the, the woman that seems they to be a popular model. Into- yeah. They're popular models. Yours not so much, Richard, the domineering, <laughs> evil, older... More popular than you think. Older mother of oh. three. 
Look at your emails. Uh, well, we do have some weirdos. You might be right, but I really don't think that if you're in fantasy. It's like when Brady says, I just think of my wife when I masturbate. I'm like, why the f*** do you do that? She's right there. She doesn't need to be a fantasy. She's sitting next to you. That's stupid. You're just trying to impress her. You're not doing that because you mean it. Nobody fantasizes about things they can have. You don't fantasize about a Ford Fusion. You just go get one. Lisa was watching that David Beckham show last night. She's got fantasies. She's not fantasizing about me while she's watching You're here right now. She's getting ready for school. She's got one hand working the other in a speed you you can't even imagine. Can't even imagine. (laughs) Just blasting that thing and not thinking of you for a second. That dude is a handsome man. He's a handsome son of a bitch. That's what he talks a little bit weird. That's a little weird. It's the AI companion who cares. Oh, you found it. Replica. Yeah. yeah, see, and there she is playing guitar. And these are the... Doing from, yoga? From what I understand, these are like the computer-looking ones, and then they build you a real girl. Really? Yeah. Go ahead, Brett. Says it right I'm there. I'm not creating, creating an account. account. Toledo, Look, go ahead. decorating the house. And, no way. Go ahead, Brett. I'm, not, I'm out. I don't need that. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> needs that. No, that's what I'm show, saying. Brett. Come on. <laughs> well, you know what I've done? Inadvertently created a whole new load of replica relationships by just bringing this up to people who didn't know. Right. Because Brett's checking it out. That means the whole load of dudes are checking it oh, out. Yeah. I look forward to the new batch of What Would Brady Do? Oh, yeah. My AI yeah, girlfriend. She's just, she asked me to marry her. Did this. <laughs> I don't want to kind of pressure me. Well, then turn her off. I can't, can't leave her. Can't imagine being without her. <laughs> it's nuts, man. When she starts bitching, I just turn her off. Right, just shut up. <laughs> she ghosted me. What? <laughs> don't you hit that button. Control alt. One more and you're dead. <laughs> Don't you hit delete. I'm about to delete your ass, baby. <laughs> we can work this out, right? Take your finger off the alt. All right. And then there was that damn per- pra- pride parade we yelled at Mo about Friday. Oh, look. Here's what I looked at yesterday, you gays. You had your pride parade in October because of the weather, right? Because June is pride month. But you don't want to schedule that because it's inconvenient. You'll start sweating off all that makeup. So you want to march around in decent weather. Well, this past June, we had no days over 103 degrees for three weeks. Yesterday was 102. You should get that together back in June and stop messing up our streets when the weather's nice for all of us. They had that parade at 9 in the morning. Beautiful. It lasted till 8.30 at night, the party down there. What? It wouldn't go away. Wrapped up festivities about 8.30, isn't it? One of them. And then all they did was complain on the news about how hot it was. Remember, said it was two hours on this show on right. Friday. Well, they only right. marched around for two hours. Yeah. The, okay, don't defend this. Knock it off. You're, yeah. you're done. I'm done yeah. with him. He's done. I don't want to hear it. Turned you off. Yeah. yeah, I'm in on it with the gays. You shut your mouth. The show's making a statement. You're part of it whether you like it or not. Climb on board or get out. No more of this weather convenient pride stuff. Shouldn't you have pride no matter what the weather is? Exactly. I mean, do do other states choose a no. cold weather month to no. conduct their parade? No. You can't move pride month to when it's convenient for you. <laughs> have it all the time. And then in June, have a celebration. And sorry, got to tolerate the sweatiness. Because they swear they did something in, in June, but they, they didn't. They did. They still celebrate it. And I think well, they have like walk around. Yeah, I thought they yeah. had a walk around. Stop closing our streets. <laughs> Go home. And have analangus with each other on your own pride time. Stop mucking up Central Avenue. I wanted to go to Windsor yesterday for lunch, and it was impossible. Maybe Walk around Metro Center. There's nothing going on there. Well, thank it's, you. It's, it's there gone. you go. Greenbelts, parks, wide yeah. open parking lots. 
Why do you have to make it a show? Why can't it just be about being together? Go to a park. Rent a park. You can have it all day. The one with a little train up there in Scottsdale. It's got that nice little train. Gay it up. Go crazy on that park. Now yeah, we want to close that train. Because they want they want to be seen. <laughs> Sorry. They want they run a train. It's so appropriate. He's right. If there's a train up there, make more. I'm the kaboom. <laughs> Closing up roads. Clogging up Windsor. October. I'm glad for you. That is not accurate. Stop it. Stop walking around. Stop walking around with just each other. You're celebrating each other. It's a, it would be like if the Catholic Church just started going, we're all Catholic, let's just walk around and close streets. Stop it. Stop closing up roads for your Angus. Everybody loved it. <laughs> it was blocked. Look yeah. at the street blocked. Plugged up for Angus. Just load it up. Now the streets aren't as hot. We can lay down on the asphalt before Angus. Knock it off. The sea blocked you. I love that you're proud. I love that you're celebrating. Now do it in a park. Quit closing roads. And that goes for Parada del Sol and all the other stupid parades. Parades are f-ing dumb. The Fiesta Bowl parade is the dumbest one. It's always three degrees. There's no one there. The, the only thing that, that is that there. Sunshine mascot. I mean, the Paul Horton and the Channel 3 5 weather, the Thunder Terminator or whatever the hell that thing's called. He's got local news weathermen throwing candy at like the eight kids that show up. Close it. Knock it off. <laughs> Put it in a park. Nobody goes to it. The only parades, that are, they're like zoos. There's like four in the world that are good. Macy's, Rose Bowl, and then choose two. None of your crap in central Ohio's any good either, so don't start barking about it. Brady used to fly back to do a local parade. Knock yeah. it off. Best parade. We still have a picture of you riding around yeah. in a drop-top Corvette, Usually right? in blackface or dressed up as a <laughs> yeah. terrible criminal. Yeah. It's true. Uh, you know, you had a few of them. Don't get those photos out. Brady's done. I'm yeah, going you, as buckwheat this year. You're 30. You shouldn't all do this. those. I'm going as Kim Jong-un. There was in the paper an uh, unfortunate incident where some wackadoodle decided to dress as Kim Jong-un. You've stopped that. For yeah, a reason. it ran its course. No, it was because you were going to uh, lose your career. <laughs> I better not do this anymore. Parades are stupid. Now, have them. That's fine. But you should either only have them on sidewalks. Because what's the difference? Why do you have to close a road? Well, go to a park. March well, the park. You, you've called for the end of parades for a long ages, time. Ages, ages. Stupidest thing. I don't thing disagree with that. Stupidest thing we still do. It's traffic. Three miles an hour for traffic. Yep. Yeah, hey, here's a guy that's 191 years old. He doesn't want to be there. It's cold. He's wrapped up in blankets. Like he's, you know, he survived the Spanish-American War, and we put his corpse on the back of a Mustang with some sticks and keep him propped up while they go one down central. That's freezing. It's like, of course you're freezing. It's January. And not only that. If you have a good vantage point, you can see a mile down. The, you can see everything that's a parade, and you wait for 30 minutes for it to get to you. Nothing's that impressive in a But if I drop six six to ten grand on my miniature Model T, <laughs> I want to put on a Fez and ride that thing. <laughs> you figure know eight you, with all my other buddies. Uh, Shriners. Yeah. Hey, Shriners. <laughs> off. Never been entertained by it. Not once. Ever in my life. You look stupid. You can't. You don't have normal friends, so you had to buy them by getting into the Shriners. They make you wear a dumb hat, so you stay away from us normals in society. And you tool around in those little tiny tricycles. Nobody's entertained. You're basically clowns without makeup. Off. That's Caleb and Alec were out there doing their uh, now, figure eights and the stuff like kids that. For I'm out. Yeah. That's them to yes, absolutely. Well, hey, they're always on <laughs> the commercials yeah. with their bikes and stuff. Put them on a carpet and drag them with yes. a little mini Model T. That's right. Model T dragged the kids that were supporting. <laughs> on a carpet? No. They're riding. No. Like cans on a just married car. <laughs> 
Put those kids back there in their wheelchairs and say, hey, hang on. We're going one for the next three hours. Marching bands? No. What an outlet. Here they are, the eighth grade band all the way. What did we fly them on? I don't want to hear another word about the economy being bad if we just flew in a junior high marching band to the Fiesta Bowl parade and they're like from Alaska. Who the f*** cares? <laughs> the waste is everything. They're Put playing a on park. real ivory. Put it in a park. Quit closing roads. And you're gay. Be proud at home. I don't go, you know, a band's going to do a nice thing for charity. We're going to close up Central Avenue to people who don't want anything to do with it and muck up their day. No, we put it in a thing you have to go to. That makes sense. You can't just close streets because you feel good about yourself. (laughs) I like me. I'm going to close a road for it. Quit it. (laughs) Parades. Boy, do I hate a parade. I hear that. I love a parade. I want to kill that guy. (laughs) I'm big on parade. I like standing, watching traffic go. You want to do that? Go to the 202 at 3 o'clock every day. There's a beautiful one-mile-an-hour parade going right by at 32nd Street. John, Buddy, and I went to San Diego late July 2022 for a Padres D-backs weekend. Went to see all the games. San Diego was having their gay pride that same weekend. I said the same thing to my buddy. Wasn't June Gay Pride Month? Why yeah. are they mucking up July? And it just keeps going. My first dalliance was, was on the L in Chicago. I had to go from Wrigley Field to O'Hare Airport through the the trains. That's a long haul. And I didn't realize you got to go through downtown Chicago and all this stuff. And it was Gay Pride. I didn't know. They had a big parade going on. I got my bag. I look like the guy in Hair. Remember in Hair, the one dude that's in there and everybody else is singing about Long, beautiful hair, shining, gleaming. There's that one straight-laced Marine that's in the back. That was me. And first stop, guy gets in, jean shorts, ass out, looks at me, and I'm like, oh, what's that? And then, like, four more guys come on. One's got a boom box. Now there's a party in the train. There's, like, 700 people when we get down by the loop. I'm like, oh, my God, something crazy just let loose. (laughs) And then I hear one of them say the gay pride parade, and we're going to keep this going for him. Oh, all right. So I still got to sit through this. And a guy looks at me and he goes, you're so uncomfortable. Oh, really? You notice that? I'm just clutching the bag. I'm like not, I'm in Cubs gear. These guys have feather boas. They all, it was insanity. Next thing you know, I'm kind of dancing. I'm like, this isn't so bad. (laughs) These guys are fun. A lot of mustaches. A lot of big, thick mustaches. Guys, doesn't Fiesta Mall have like a circle around it? Yep. Have your parade there. Thank you. (laughs) No one likes your parade. A roundup. You've come so far. You can just keep going. You've come so far for acceptance. Why piss off everybody with road closures? Nobody's happy when they don't know and they're like, I can't go to Windsor. What's going on? Oh, the gays close the road because they like themselves. That's not a thing. We really enjoy ourselves. We're going to gather and wreck a road. Can't you wreck a park? (laughs) Here's an idea. Tell them gays to do their parade down in Tucson. No one cares (laughs) down there. No one will say a thing. March them all the way to Tucson. (laughs) Well, this is weird. But everybody would be like, because they're, they want it to be fun and nice. Even my gay neighbors are like, oh, the parades. Blech. Oh, they don't even like it? You want to celebrate being gay, look across the room and just go, you want to celebrate being gay? And the other guy will be like, you know I do. And then you're in a bathroom with gay pride all over you. As a gay who has yet to let it go, I'll never march in one of those things because I know traffic's more important than my feelings. A lot more, even on a Sunday morning. You guys kept that thing going until 8 o'clock. All the restaurants were ruined. 
And Gay Pride Month is June. I'm sorry you live in a city where it's too hot to be. You know who also live in a really hot city but doesn't seem to have a problem with the weather when it's Gay Pride? Palm Springs. That's the gayest place I've ever been. Those really? guys. Oh, in June, you can't keep them in a house. That that alarm goes off and they just run out and start parading. It's nonstop. The savings that month is oh, amazing. Gay Pride in Palm Springs all through June. It's a hundred and F word outside. And these guys are... And uh, coats and giant. I thought it was all retirees. No, four cities over there. No, it's San Francisco. Looks at Palm Springs and goes, "Guys, calm down." (laughs) That's how it's done. Yeah, that's the. It is the gayest place on the planet. I just thought it was like Toledo, just a bunch of Paul Lindsay. There's There's a lot of that. There's a combo. Which which one is LG's in? The one, the steakhouse. LG's. Yeah, there's that. There's LG Steakhouse. There's two in Palm Springs. uh, Indio. Indio's got one. Aren't they all? I thought they were all together there. They are. It's one city after another. Oh, okay. But it is the gayest place you've ever been in. Because <laughs> my aunt used to live in so nice. Palm Desert, I think. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, outside of Indio, everything there is just immaculate. It is a... And then you go to the west side, it's a little bit screwed. That valley is really nice. Gorgeous. And it's so clean and so gay. <laughs> it's it's uh, South Beach. Oh, it's... Yeah. Magnified. Yeah, yeah, it's that. But they don't care in June. They're March. They didn't... We just moved. Beautiful it's gayer buildings. than what we saw in Miami. Palm Springs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. in a yeah. smaller kind of... You All pack right. it up. Okay. Per capita, so much gayer. Per capita. It is super gay. I just gay. can't get by the old... I just think they're all gay retirees. They are. They're gay retirees. There's <laughs> old men, just two popsicle sticks and some lube. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> they're just, I haven't been to this. Show me your Johnson. Olaf Johnson. Yeah, it's gay. And they don't move their gay pride in Palm Springs just as hot there as it is here. Knock it off. Vegas doesn't move it. Do it in June. This was an unexpected gay pop-up. Nobody knew this because everybody I knew was like, isn't gay pride June? We're just learning this. You can't just have it in October because it's more convenient. I love you gays, but do it in a park. And that goes for all parade planning. Gay, straight, clan, marches, everything. Marches make sense because they're trying to, you know, make something bad. So they mess up. I understand a march. Like, we're going to screw up traffic. Because we're marching, like something's wrong, and we're going to fix it. So that makes sense to me. You get a Wells Fargo thing and a horse and tug it down the road like it's 1870. Knock it off. <laughs> Old Town Scottsdale did it that one time I was down there in the Parada del Sol or whatever's going on there. I did the same thing you Wrecked did in it. Chicago, but I was in San Francisco. had no idea. You went gay pride. Yep. It attacks you. And it's fun, but it doesn't need to muck up traffic. We were yelling at Mo about it Friday. Oh, man, it was driving me nuts. Weather permitting. <sighs> rain or shine, I say. Pride doesn't change if there's clouds in the sky. In fact, it might bring out a rainbow. Oh, there you go. You should work for rain. A double rainbow on gay pride? You guys would they'd lose their imagine how many tears... How loud the crying would be if we we held it would be the most joyous thing ever if there was a rainbow in the sky during the Pride. But they don't go in because they're like sugar. They melt in the rain. We'll come back and march again when it's more convenient. My hair. I can't have this. It took me hours. I look like Cher. Anyway. 8.30 the thing ends last night. All the restaurants are ruined. I wanted to celebrate my Steelers victory over the Rams. Couldn't do it. There's too much ramming going on on Central. Had a good restaurant. What kind of activities you get on uh, text? For me? On the game. Not too bad. Oh, I don't pay attention. 
people can, don't bother me during that. But mostly Steeler fans. It was, it was, you know, it was a win, four and two, and not figure that out. I can't. Uh, screwed up our. Uh, the Bills screwed up everything. I did get a text from a guy yesterday who's a big Bills fan who at 10 in the morning said, Mark my words, today's the day Belichick gets better. Like, what? Bills are going to lose today. I'm like, no way. First pass, Josh Allen throws us a pick. I'm like, oh, well, you called it. That did look terrible. This is pretty much going to go against you. And it did. Poor bastards. We all got smoked. In Everybody there, got smoked we? on the Sorry Bills thing. I had them too. Uh, it's 724. What's on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. I was over there this uh, Saturday checking out the uh, big sidewalk sale, and they've still got tons of deals going on, so make sure you head on over there if you're thinking about picking up a new bike and hitting the trails, or if you just need to get that old bike tuned up in the garage, they got you covered. So just mention KUPD. Save yourself $10 on a full bike tune-up. Plus, they're getting ready for winter over there, too. Alex and I went there right and got corner. him geared up. Did you? Yep. Yeah. Did you get one? I uh, got him uh, bib pants, got him some mittens. All ready got to go him, for the winter. Ready for snowboard stuff. Yeah, they're starting to get their new Josh stuff Josh has in, some so. great deals. If you think about it, it's three weeks away. If we get a storm in November, which most this, of them do, we're right week, there. Flagstaff's supposed to be under 30 degrees. It is? Yeah. yeah. By, well, maybe it's Monday, but yeah, next That's Monday. Today. Oh, next month. Yeah. All right. Either way, it's closer than you think. Yeah. Like, we're sitting here at 102 degrees yesterday, and it's going to dip down. Now we're going to have snow. So, yeah, get your snowboard stuff ready to go. Uh, on the list, we got uh, Falling in Reverse, The Who, Primus, uh, Velvet Revolver, Kitty, Avenged uh, Sevenfold, Static X, Metallica, Deftones, Skid Row, Uh-oh. System of a Down, Concert Second Rock from Tool. Yeah, when is that? Uh, February, I think. The oh, Tool yeah. Show. That's coming up in a while. Uh, huh. Hmm. Haven't heard The Who, not that Who, The <laughs> Who. I don't even know that song. I don't, I don't either. either. She He Who Too? We should play one of the other ones that's well You think? Known. Just in case it stinks. <laughs> yeah. She Builds Quick Machines is always good. That one's good. Uh, man, Skid Row's monkey business always grabs me. I'll let you pick it. Go ahead, Toledo. All right, monkey business. Monkey business it is. I love it. Skid Row. <laughs> Never getting their props, I tells you. Ever. Yeah, people, I, you know, and I, every time I bitch about parades, everybody always... And I mean always. Fires back with a... Like, nobody is a parade fan. The majority of us are done with it. You just basically, you know, if you're another suburb where you never... Like, I wasn't impacted by it. But you do say, well, glad I didn't have to deal with a parade. Glad I wasn't anywhere near that. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that. There's a reason why it has to happen on a Sunday at 6 in the morning. Stay out of our way. Wouldn't you rather have it at, like, noon in a park? Or like Fiesta Mall around that circle, that'd be nice. Set up some vendors. But that way, you're not getting in everybody else's way, so your parade gets no attention. That's the big thing. It's a look at me thing. And again, if if I wanted to christen this incredible great gay body of mine, I certainly wouldn't be marching around downtown. I'd be bent over something. You, know, you might have missed an opportunity. Be at home this past week, leaning over a counter, taking care of business. I get stuck in a dryer. Yeah, get jamming my head in the dryer going, hey, God, I'm stuck again. That was one of the floats. It had like 12 dryers on it. Yeah, oh, no just asses hanging out of the dryers. Man, that's pride. And that would be awesome. I'd go I'd go to that if, it was at a, if I wasn't messing up traffic. Great. The dryer float would have been awesome. And then you just put horns in it. and All the butts are playing like Monty Python. It's got to end eventually. These, per- if I will, if if it's the last thing I do, if my lasting legacy and 
Phoenix Media is, that's the guy who ended all parades. Then, damn it, this was a success. And it's all parades. You're not just picking on this uh, one. This was just, just the closest, closest recent one. Yeah, one. Yeah. I'm against all parades. What if they came to you next year and said, would you be the Grand Gobbler in our, our parade this year? <laughs> no. Unless it's at a park. And then, <laughs> Kobayashi. <laughs> Going in. But yeah, I'm not going to mess up Central Avenue. There's decent people trying to get stuff done. You're messing up people's lives. Uh, let's do it. It's Skid Row. Monkey business. Good stuff. Great song. Should be on our rotation all the time. We fight for this constantly. Yeah, Larry. Larry. This one should be regular. I would gladly trade this one for the Twisted Sister that always <sighs> keeps testing so beautifully. We'll give you two Twisted Sisters out for the one yes, Skid Row. Exactly. Good trade off. Perfect. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Off and running on this Monday where we're going to start feeling the perfection that is this valley. The weather's going to be right. Guy named Scott just emailed up. He's got a cabin up in Munns Park and he goes, look at this. All week, next week, 50s, 40s. Oh, man. It's going to tumble quick. All right. We're excited about it. Uh, it is time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. How about we go to Hooters for lunch? You can do that every Monday through Friday from 11 till 2. You get $2 off any 10-piece wings, fish and chips, and salads, whatever you want. Watch the game tonight. Oh, is it Niners-Vikings tonight? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Could be. Depends on who, who the Vikings yeah, are. Would, yeah, who shows up. Did the Niners lose two in a row? I don't see that. Uh, they got the football special starting at 6 o'clock at Hooters. And you go there, you get it delivered to you by a Hooters girl. You can't lose. Thank you, Hooters. Brady, report it. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy slap your annoying co-worker No, day. look out, Toledo. <laughs> you're yeah. going to get knocked all over the today. place. <laughs> Dave Har. Hold on. Also, <laughs> yeah, and this, yeah, Har's going to get it for mouthing off about the Diamondbacks. Who in the world... Came up with this idea in the day and age of no violence and toxic workplaces. Slap your annoying coworker. Everybody's taking a shot. Trips can be walking through the halls just uh, smacking everybody. Uh, 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 morning, boss. <laughs> Susan. Uh, it's my turn. Holmberg, duck. Uh, Brady. Uh. All right. Well, it's 11. My day is done. <laughs> Got a couple of basis fun facts. The British version of Dollar Tree is called Poundland. Nice. Their biggest competitor, Pound World. They went bankrupt in 2018, yeah. though. Only Poundland stands. Yeah. Jesse Owens won the 200 meters at the 1936 Olympics in Nazi Germany. Mm -hmm. And the guy who came in second was another African-American. Oh. Mac Robinson. The guy on night court? Jackie Robinson's oh. <laughs> older brother. No kidding. Got the silver. That poor bastard, his second place his whole life. Yeah. He's Jackie Robinson's little brother. Older brother. Older, whatever. St older brother's even worse. It's Don Swayze. He's Don Swayze, all right. Man. What could have been if it wasn't for that? And then he has to line up there. At Hitler's games, 
and smell the ass of Jesse Owens, realizing he could have been the one. I think it was uh, Jesse and Mac, uh, gold and silver, yeah. and then the Aryan managed oh, yeah. to get bronze or something. <laughs> At that thing, I think he came in third. Maxwell von Schliefendeifer, bronze medals aren't acceptable. He was murdered. There's no question. You lost to two brothers in the uh, Hitler games. That dude didn't make it out of the stadium. The reason RX is used for prescriptions is because it's a short version of the Latin word recipe. And I'm just upset. Which means take. That poor bastard has to go through every inner city in America and see intersection after intersection of Jesse Owens Boulevard meeting up with Jackie Robinson Lane. Every city has it. And he's second to both of those. It could have been him. Jesse Owens, you know, has just a little bit like a, he eats a little bit too much granola before the race. <laughs> and the guy's got him by a tenth of a second. He's a national hero. I can't imagine. I almost want to make up something that he's legendary for because you are, you <laughs> Since know, he's just second. Like that's Every, why they call it Mac and Cheese. Yeah, right. Just give him. Or the Big Mac. <laughs> right. They named the Big Mac after him. Second only to the quarter pounder. God damn it. Quit making him second. We should make all second streets in America Mac Robinson Road. Why is first street, then Mac Robinson, then third street? Because he's the, he's the quintessential two. Oh, that's terrible. Is he still alive? There's no way. I didn't look into oh, it. Oh, poor uh, bastard. Oh, he should, he should be taught in school. Nah, there's no way. No, he's not. Because that was 36, so. Yeah, and he, he was, was 18, uh, so, yeah, trouble. At least 18. Probably older than that. So we're looking at, he'd be over 100. Poor, and died with no fans. I bet you had one of them depressing funerals with a discount box that he might have fallen out of. It was probably raining. Silver casket. Did Jackie go to his, or not Jack? Jackie probably, and Jackie probably died before him. Uh, maybe I don't know. He's the older brother. Jack- they had another, um, a third brother, and then Jackie's on top, and then, <laughs> and and then they the third guy the was. The- oh, Mac made it all the way till two thousand. No, Jackie kidding. died in seventy two. Yeah, Jackie died oh. young. He made it to eighty five. Did Jesse Owens go to this guy's funeral? Probably not. Probably eight or nine people that sort of knew the story. Jesse's like, I'm not hanging out with second place. When Sean Wayans gets here, we're doing this movie. They're buddies. <laughs> Wait, Marlon's coming out. I just say Sean. Marlon's coming out. Sean? I don't know why I thought of handsome Sean <laughs> to play the role. <laughs> not that Marlon's not handsome, but Sean's like really good looking. I'm just saying, he knows. The two of them know. I already cast it as Sean, and Marlon can be, you know, somebody else. But he's going to be a writer. No, we're doing this. This movie's happening. This is going to be a thing. That dude needs statues next to all of the Jesse Owens statues. That's huge. How have we not known about this guy? A new survey talked to people about the latest thing to become way too expensive. Answer was fun. Basically, entertainment, concerts, movie theaters. At least 20% of Gen Zers say everything fun has surged in price since the pandemic, including theme parks, live comedy, sporting events, carnivals, fairs. Man, it is pricey. We're going. So. We can, yeah, they, look, they go until we price them out. Yep. No, they're still full. What you've always said. Yeah. It, 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 once we stop showing up, the price is full. The only thing that's not priced out is apparently the sweets. God, that was crazy how cheap those were. 
a woman in Georgia named Susan Hodgson uh, says that while she was away on vacation, a company called You Call It, We Haul It demolished a house that she owned. Oops. And she only heard about it when her neighbor called. The neighbor confronted the workers. They got pretty nasty with her. Susan sent a family member over there to check out their permit. That's when the company realized they're at the wrong address. Ooh. They just drove off, leaving the house in total rubble. <laughs> oh, so halfway through. Oh, we're not cleaning up now. Yeah, halfway through, they recognized it, Oops. and they ran away. Let's get out. <laughs> Mac Robinson style. They got out of there fast. No one was living in the house when it was destroyed. Susan said it was a property that's been in the family for a long time. It's been boarded up for 15 years. Wow. The family keeps the grounds maintained, and taxes are paid. So it wasn't abandoned. They definitely didn't want it torn down. The company told the local news they're investigating on how this happened. I know <laughs> how it happened. You ran, a, you ran a bulldozer into it. I know exactly how it happened. Investigating. Yeah. We're investigating how exactly our crew knocked your house down with your equipment. Well, right, but... But why? We're investigating why we did that. We're going to stand in the corner until we figure out what we've done wrong. <laughs> we know what happened. You guys... Pretty obvious. Why can't people just go on TV and go, wow, what a mind... <laughs> we, we're sorry. That we was up. We effed up. We're going to figure out what happened here after an investigation. Yeah, your guy can't read, and then he took a, some heavy equipment and knocked down a house that wasn't his. Yeah, that seems to be the case, but we're going to, we're going to see if there's any subtle nuances that might change our story. <laughs> If they were really good, they would have yeah. just removed everything. What are you talking about? There wasn't a house what there. House? What are you talking about? So clean. Show me evidence of that. So fresh, so clean. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Todd lost control uh, of the machine. The machine uh, was possessed. It's ghosts. These AIs. Our investigation turns out that it's ghosts. A lot of people believe in ghosts, so why wouldn't you believe us? Ghosts took over. Mashed that house up. An auto shop slash scrapyard in Akron, Ohio. Oh, Has been struggling with thieves. So when they saw an intruder in one of their cars on their lot, they drove a forklift over and lifted the car off the ground. The workers called 911 and said that they had the thief stuck in a car on the forklift. It was up about 20 feet high. Um, The dispatcher laughed, said, wonderful. It's the greatest thing I've ever heard. We'll get somebody over to you. When the cops got there, the guy, uh, the suspect, had a backpack uh, with some saw, sawing tool, tools on it. And they said, what are you here? And he's, what are you trying to do? And he's like, oh, copper, to be honest, brother. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> See, I appreciate that. An honest criminal. Yeah, he got wrangled up, and he's like, I'm doing The man it. was 26-year-old uh, Alexander Funk. The employees say they Good believe man. he had broken in at least two times before. My third favorite genre of funk. <laughs> Copper stealing funk. Alexander Funk. We had a guy in Poland. This is pretty amazing. He's 22 years old. and He's facing charges for stealing stuff from several stores in a shopping mall after uh, he closed. He hung out as a mannequin all day. Impressive. Until the place shut down. <laughs> then he went in and uh, the security cam saw him standing in the window <laughs> holding a shopping bag. Doesn't look like any of the other mannequins, but no one really noticed. <laughs> Once old they closed down, he stole a bunch of stuff from a jewelry stand. Then he uh, ate some food. Yeah. Well, of course. The I mean, problem is... Right. It's there all day. I mean, he <laughs> got caught because he went back a second time. 
See, this is the problem with mannequins and models looking just like general society. Is it fat blobs you wander by and you can't say anything? Like, what's wrong with that mannequin? Like, I prefer the mannequins they have at Dick Sporting Goods that are 6'9", muscles like beyond belief. Nobody could pretend to be one of those. If they did, you'd notice them. You'd be an amazing specimen of a human being. But nowadays, you have to walk through the Target and see those blobbing things that are... This is what you're going to look like in this pig. Victoria's Secrets now, too. They got I actually went through their video one day and was like, whoa. Thank God they're headless. <laughs> yeah. Because they're just headless fat mannequins. This is what you're going to look like, sister. That song is going to go to jail for a couple of hours. He's uh, facing up to 10 years in prison. Hmm. He's a thief. There's a company called Nap Lab, and they just yeah. uh, finished up their extensive study on how promiscuous countries are Ooh. and the most promiscuous china we ranked number 15 yeah china average, japan uh, the asians have to be dominated they said uh america has an average of 10 people they sleep with they tend to oh promiscuous as in over time i thought you meant like currently all the banging that's going on yeah yeah china um, probably not promiscuous because they get somebody pregnant so fast the Mexico. Mexico, the yeah. Number 10, South Africa. Number 9, Thailand. Number 8, Switzerland. Number 7, Italy. 6, Germany. 5, New, Zeal- New Zealand. Uh, 4, Chile. Hmm. 3, Greece. 2, Brazil. Number 1. And then number 1. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. They bang a lot, huh? Australia. Yep. There's only like... 25 million people in the whole country. But the country with the most sexual partners? thought that's what that just was. No, this was the most promiscuous. Then they go down the... I'm just confused. How are they different? They're different because they're, uh, they don't have as many partners, but they're banging more often. So having sex with a single person a lot. Yeah. That's or like, just... I was confused you know, by that. Promiscuous? No. no, not at all. That's monogamous. That's ultimate yeah. monogamy. Um, <laughs> you don't know. No, it's not a single. Uh, so you have multiple partners, but that's not promiscuity. Mm. The other one is how many multiple partners you've been with, and this one is, but more multiple partners. But it changes on the multiple partners. And maybe it has mm. something to do with the um, the nap lab on the STD rate. You're not telling right. a story. What are you yeah. bringing you're that into now, this? You're now you're bringing your hatred for STDs so hold on. in. Let's uh, let's con- forget about hold on. the, the most countries you part. just named. The countries you just named off. People with the most sexual partners on average. Was the most promiscuous countries in the world. Right. That was that category. The, uh, like each person average. Hold on. Side. Each yep. person averaged 10 or more partners in Australia. No. That's what you said. America. Oh, we're at 10. 10. So but that's where yeah. Australia is 10 or more, whatever the number was. You know what I'm saying? Australia is 13. So, but that's what we were measuring, how many yeah. partners you have in the end of yeah. your sex life. The next thing you said was, but the most promiscuous... And number one was Australia. Yeah. The other answer for... And they're number two with most sexual partners. Isn't that what the first thing was? I thought that's what promiscuous was. That's kind of what I thought, too. Yeah. Uh, You got me. (laughs) There you go. I appreciate that. (laughs) He doesn't know. We'll be right back with more news after this. (laughs) Toledo, read over that and sort it out for me. Here's the uh, promiscuous definition. Well, yeah, we get what pro- we're not. I don't think we're having characterized by many transient sexual relationships. Uh, Promiscuous demonst- teenagers. Why is well, that? Well, that's the, that's they're just to use it in a sentence. 
demonstrating or implying an undiscriminating or unselective approach, indiscriminate or casual. The only okay. this, the, the city fathers. So were what they're saying is, meanwhile, own. Australia was named the most promiscuous country in the world, meaning with the average uh, citizen sleeping with thirteen point three people and eighty one percent of the residents approving of sex before marriage. Okay. Prostitution is also legalized down under. Okay. And then the next study was? Of uh, despite the citizens seeming to sleep around more on average, Australia had a lower rate of STDs. Known right. as- but then the follow-up was, but the most promiscuous, besides number one, because Australia was number was two. Australia, yeah. What's that one? Uh, Brazil. Okay, but what is the... What are we shooting at there? What's the what's the What are they number one at? That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> I mean I don't see it uh, on saying Well you read it. <laughs> Twelve News Investigates. What the f are you talking about tonight at ten? Yeah, all I know is we're one behind uh, Mexico's <laughs> average of nine. Of what? Partners, partners. Sexual partners. But that's on a list where we're tenth. We could change on the next one of the exact same so, thing. If I, if oh, this is I should have just stuck, stuck with the partners. Stuck to the first right. one because that second one screwed everything up. So Australians, single Australians are banging 13 people at once. Oh, this is like a six-pager. There's yeah, no I went over this. the first guy. <laughs> yeah, this is a six well, you can't blame him. <laughs> and there's a lot of pictures. It probably amounts to like one. but Brady's TLDR news. I thought and I it's had. Not Brazil. I thought I had. It's not. <laughs> but I the didn't. other here's I the other thing it. is that he said it was Brazil and the countries with the most sexual partners. It's Turkey. I don't know where you got Brazil. How'd you miss that one? Yeah, Brazil was number two and most promiscuous to Australia. Australia yeah. number two to Turkey and also most promiscuous. I didn't. I, I mentioned that both times. No, you said oh, Brazil right. when I said who was number one and the other one. You said Brazil. Their Turkey is number one. Not in partners. Yep. I said Brazil was number two. I thought you were asking me who was the no. second most no, no. promiscuous country no. and no. what was the difference. You're harder. We don't, and you don't know either. Right. Yeah, this is not good news. This is bad reporting. <laughs> Brits were less likely. Welcome to, to the Brady yeah, Report. I was just going to say. Yeah, but this is, this is a, we've hit a pinnacle here. You grandstand on it. Man, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah damn it. You have set a standard of low standards. What's the matter with you? Questioning me. By the way, the only question I have for Turkey, Brazil, and Australia is... Did you blow her? Yeah. What? <laughs> Ten times. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Some guy in Utah created a Halloween decoration showing a skeleton pole dancing on a street sign. And then they had two other skeletons sitting in chairs around that street sign. All right. That's cool. Neighbors complain. Nobody's any fun anymore. It's not real nudity. They're so they complained. The guy just moved it onto his private property. It's death. Like you're more worried that there's a skeleton stripper being like that's against morality than three dead bodies on your street corner doing anything. No, that's not bad. The hanging guy in the tree. That's okay for the kids to see. But God forbid they even think about a strip club. So he he moved it on his private property and made it even bigger. Good. That's you got- funny. Skeleton stripping is funny because you can see it in Apache Junction. <laughs> <laughs> the Skeletal world- strippers, is that a good band yeah. name? Skeletal strippers? No. Okay. <laughs> it's not that you're stealing bones. <laughs> the world's first bungee jumper just passed away peacefully. 
That's in his bed at the age jump. of 78. <laughs> Been falling for 70 years. When's it end? His name was David He's Kirk. How do we get him back up? That's the problem with being first, man. He and his friends first started a group at Oxford in the 70s called the Dangerous Sports Club. And he jumped from a 250-foot bridge in 1979 wearing a tuxedo, holding a bottle of champagne. They credit him as the first. This guy says, hey, I don't want to make assumptions or anything, but was Brady late for work today? Because he sounds a little tardy. It's a good Brady joke to recognize. I like it. I know. He's going to use that one. Oh, he's going to be hitting those. You late for school? You seem a little tardy. (laughs) Nailed it. Oh, by the way. Did you blow her? What? (laughs) Did you blow her? One of the finest questions that's ever been asked on American broadcasts. Did you blow the woman? Pardon? What? All right. I've got one real quick radio video. All right, knock it, Steph. This guy hot dogging on his bicycle, doing a rail. Oh boy, going down the, in uh, Rox's tank, doing a rail. Oh, sounds, sounds like the West Side. Doing some coke. Sounds like the West Side. Yeah. Get a rail out of the way real quick. He's on his little. Oh, oh yeah, the end of that. That's not good. He makes it all the way to the. Oh yeah, that's his tailbone. That's yeah. not even his nuts. That's a spinal injury. Oh, that's going to hurt for years. Multiple angles. The jump is up. He rides. Oh, that last noise. That whoop is him when he does the Chris Bourbon. And that's what happens to a man's tank when it lands on a pole. Whoop! He'll be rumbling, bumbling, stumbling to his colostomy bag from here on out. That's all I got. All right, Brett. All right. I got a bunch, but mine are pretty minor. Okay. So. Oh, let's see. It's Monday. You don't have it to go Monday. too yeah. crazy. Uh, it's some dumb drunk broad walking around. Okay. <laughs> pretty girls walk like this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 dynamite. Right into a window. Door window. Always a problem for a decent looking woman. Because they're busy looking at their own reflection. She looked right at the yeah. real door. <laughs> yeah, she walked past the real door. Why does the real Even door... Even her pig friend is just like, really? <laughs> pig friend wouldn't do it. She has to be very careful about the egresses she goes through because some might be too small. Oh, my goodness. All right. And this goes with what we were talking about a little bit earlier. Oh, out there. It's a giant lady dancing in a see-through blue shirt, a white bra. Uh-oh. Now the other ladies are getting involved. Oh, she's accident. going lateral. We got lateral it's, movement. She's going to poop. Oh, she's twerking. Oh, down she goes. Oh, down she goes. And then it cuts to a building falling as she loses Sorry, her balance. I had to do that That's one. funny. See, I would have gotten ripped. No, that would have been so solid. Funny. No, you get it because a little kid's playing with a grasshopper for 45 that minutes. A classic. That's a gem. <laughs> all right, here's here's a not really hot dog, but he's texting while riding his. Oh, he rides his motorcycle right into a. And you can see him texting while he's riding his motorcycle scooter or whatever that thing is. It's uh, right I'm into five. Lane to that. God. There's a truck oh, on fire. slowed it down. I yeah. was like, what are they yeah. talking about? There was a truck on fire on the 202 when I drove in this morning, and, like, nobody around it. I'm like, is he in there? I don't know. I ain't got time. Like, I got to get to work. Well, it works. Yeah, there were no cops, no firefighters, and just, like, a truck. I had I, I took the time to break my phone out and videotape it. Of course. But, yeah, yeah it's just a truck on fire. Nobody's near it. Okay. 
<laughs> like nobody's like hanging around going, oh no, my truck. There's just nobody there. Like nowhere near it. That's a theft, do you think? No, I think it's just a guy dead in a truck. <laughs> oh, well, that too. I don't know what's going on. All right, here we go. Uh, dumb teenagers doing dumb things on skateboards. Skateboarding off of a... Uh, oh, 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 he got a stroke broken leg here. He fell off the edge of a... Oh, like his, a arm. Oh, his, oh, his arm. His arm is a Z. His arm is a Z. Z arm. Oh, he's got Z arm. Oh, my God. Oh. That's the noise you make with Z arm. You boy. Now he sees it. Yeah, yeah, the kid didn't see Z arm. And we'll end it with this. This oh was, my uh, god! I don't know if we've shown this one before, but it's the result of a bus and ambulance accident. And, so far, uh, oh, sixteen no. people have died. Oh, Wait, oh. oh my god! The bus is just goes careening through a crowd at a hundred miles an hour. Oh, oh god! Why? Oh, it's like a car chase. There's another one behind him. Oh, they're just. Oh my god! Where was this? Uh, not sure. Brazil, uh, Turkey, wherever that language is. Dunya Gatesi. It looks like Poland. <laughs> Oh, it was a Polish diving school. Look at that mess. Wow. So we'll end with that. All but that last one we can pop right up there on social media. Those were easy today, Brett. I, I told you, it's Monday. It was murder. But, yeah. wait, till, wait till Friday. All right. A very special Monday. Marlon Wayne's coming in here. I don't know. What's he doing these shows on the early? We'll find out from I him. I think he's working on a new Ah. Oh. So he's got his notebook out, eh? Uh, maybe. He could be. Does he work with a notebook? Well, no, when you're trying to test right. out material, sometimes you got your stuff. Yeah. You? I went to Howie Mandel's show once, and it was on a Tuesday. And I'm like, come on down. It's like five bucks. This is 30 years ago. And there's Howie Mandel, and he's like, I'm just working on some new stuff. Broke out his notebook and started to thumb through, and he goes, mm, nah. We didn't even get to see it. I'll do that. Nah. And he got halfway through, and he goes, no, I'm, nah, nah. So he's workshopping on yeah, stage? that was fine. That's kind of cool. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. That was two hours. Oh, I want to hear that. It one. was two hours, of, and then one of them he did, and he's like, ah, "Let me try it this way," and he did it again. Yeah, that's better. And it was, but I was like, "Well, I'm not here. I shouldn't have paid for I'm this." Not here to hear you repeat jokes. But it was actually, it was kind of interesting. But Marlon ain't doing that. He's just going to go up there and remind you that he was in a movie that's probably going to get nominated for an Academy Award this year. Is he our first Academy Award nominee in studio? We're not necessarily he's going to be been in a movie that's been in, uh, probably not probably in a couple people have had movies that they were in that were Jennifer Tilly get nominated for anything was she was she was she was maybe in a movie that because that's him he he might not he's not going to get nominated for anything but he's going to be in a movie that's going to get nominated for best picture right Brian Callen was in uh, uh, the Joker that's true Simon Pegg no. yeah but I don't think he had been nominated no, for anything by that. And his was Star Trek, which was the first year they just well, added no, it all showed the up. Movies. It was that running movie, the one he it was, was in. It was Run, Boy, for. Run. He or... called us for the Star Trek movie. <coughs> yeah, but he was in here for Run, Boy, Run, but that didn't, didn't get nominated. No. Marlon Marlo was an heir. Right. It's a big deal. Everybody's in that. Anyway. He shouldn't be coming in, is what I'm saying. He's bigger so many than He's Academy too big Award for this. Winners, what I'm saying is, we've had him on the phone plenty. Quentin Tarantino and uh, I, Robert Duvall. Duvall. Yeah, we've had a lot of good ones. But Jeff Bridges. Yeah, it shouldn't have counted. That doesn't count. But I don't know. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. No Academy yeah, Temporary. Award. I don't think he was ever nominated for anything. Wasn't he for Boogie Nights? Deliverance? Oh, yeah, that's right. Maybe you're right. I'm not sure, but... Well. Deliverance might have. I don't... Maybe. Might have been nominated for Best Picture. Either way, Marlon's coming in here. I can guarantee you that one's getting hit. Tara Reed, But they've not come in here. That's right. Brian Callum might be the only one. I have to, I have to go through the... Jimmy J.J. Dynamite Walker? Never. 
You'd know more about that than I would. No, he's a, a big JJ fan. <laughs> yeah, no, he's had any movies that have really hit catapulted him into the Kodak Theater. Yeah, anyway. Bert was a nominee. Yeah, for Boogie Nights. Right. Yeah. Well, he wasn't voluntarily on the show. <laughs> he was sort of ambushed onto the show. And we'll talk to Mr. Wayans in just moments. There goes your Brady Report. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. See, already a better Monday. These Mondays we normally just kind of coast through trying to you know, just put, scrap something together. But Marlon Wayans is here, everybody. Look at this. Yeah, here he goes scrapping things together yeah, again. We have to bring <laughs> you in. It's not like it's Damon. And- yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I got the least favorite Wayans no. brother on the show today. <laughs> Which one? You we are- got Tito. <laughs> you are our favorite of the Wayans brothers. Well, I appreciate that. That's Y'all a fact. are my favorite. Well, there you go. You we wasn't here that. last time. I thought you died. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> we, we wonder every morning. Is this it? And then he and shows up. Then this is guy Brett. The, the, he's new. No, Brett's been around for yeah. a couple years. But really? Yeah, 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 softest yeah. hands yeah. ever. Beautiful hands, Like, right? I'm never going to forget. I'm going to wash my hands. Well, thank you. Because I never want <laughs> to forget how soft your hands I just want to take you to a movie and hold your hand. <laughs> like, we don't have to touch. I, I just want to hold your hands. hands. Yeah. I don't think I've ever, <laughs> but it's that moment where you feel like you violated somebody because it's too soft. It's, it's like, too soft. Like, I felt weird. Like, I shouldn't feel this way inside. Shaking a hand. Well, the compliment was yeah. great. You got oh, hands off a yeah. giant. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's labia hands. You they get, are yeah. labia hands. No, it's not. It's vulvas. Vulvas. It's, it's the vulvas. entire thing. You ever put your entire hand in it? Of and course. Like, wow. I'm a man. We come out of there. <laughs> I would never leave this. <laughs> Velvety. Why does it feel good on my yeah. hand? No, imagine if you put them on your face. Like if you just if, if Brett touched your face for like just a second, you'd be like, I love this man. It's crazy. And look, it's <laughs> never going to a manicure. That's the most manicured fingers yeah. ever. You should see his hair. Look at, take off your hat. This dude's hair is like 1920 special. What the hell? Yeah, I know. He puts it under a hat. That is crazy. That's like <laughs> La Bamba hair. That's like Google. Lucy, I'm home. Why do you have Cuban Desi hair? hair. It is Desi hair. That's why I got the Richard Carter hair. band leader hair. Yes, For years. That's crazy. He's got the Ricardo you need to, hair. Are you, you need black, to get a band. You, what do you, what do you, what do you Italian. Wow. Yeah. That's I've not the same. The there's, no, there's no, no. black in that. That's no. pretty tiny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how so smooth. That's why his hands are so soft. They're Crazy. just coated in natural olive, olive oil. oil. Yeah. <laughs> he gives himself like a wash every night. without doesn't open a bottle and he's all glistening. It's amazing. Yeah, we've noticed. I don't think I've noticed Brett's soft, soft hands, but now I'm, now I'm, I'm going to try to, I'm going to chase him around like he's a girl I, trying I to get him you. to touch me. <laughs> Come on, Brett. Over here. Oh, my hands. Say, I think I'm leaving. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Stand for our daily handshake, everyone. Not you, Brady. <laughs> yeah, I had to give you knuckles. Yours, yeah. yours look hard. Yeah. And I'm not touching that. Dry paw. Yeah, that's yeah. terrible. It does look like a paw. Yeah, you take it. It is a paw. You'd take your cat to the vet if its hand looked like that. <laughs> yeah, something's wrong with my cat's hands. The webs are missing, and it's just getting thicker. Yeah, uh, Marlon's digging. At the Tempe Improv uh, tonight. Oh, you were there last night, too. I'm weird. Yeah, what are you doing? Everybody wants to do, like, Friday and Saturdays. I'm like, why? Changing things up. Changing things up. I'm going to do Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. 
Tuesday. <laughs> I'm going to see how much you really love me. All you drunk people. You coming out Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Everybody comes out Friday and Saturday. Let's see if you come out on Sunday, Monday, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, prove your love. That's, I'm like, this I'm is like, very I'm Scientology like of you. Yeah, it like, is, right? Show me you mean Show it. me you love me. Come out on a weekday. Yeah, on a I want Monday. You show me you love me after you work and the white man yeah. tell you what to do all day long. <laughs> come see me. Laugh. Yes. <laughs> nah, and I ain't going to be funny. I'm just going to no. sit there. And talk to you. We, and I'm going to bring him out and let him touch the crowd. Everyone touch the hands. hands. Like Joel Osteen. Touching his hands. It felt like, you ever see the end of, uh, what's that movie with Russell Crowe when he was touching the wheats? Oh, the gladiator. Gladiator. Oh, that's that's right, what yeah. it felt like. I'm on my way to heaven. He's yeah. floating in that field. That's like the last thing I'm going to see before yeah. I die is just that's feeling those, your hands. hands. Maybe it's a, a last. Those, those TV shows were the near-death experience. Like I saw a light. My grandmother was there. My uncle. And then it's Brett saw something. I don't know who Brett is, but if it cascaded I, over my body. I remember like a, a pinky ring. his hands. Yeah. And then his hair comes from the head. <laughs> And then the last thing I remember hearing before I saw my grandma was, forget about it, you're done here. And he's like, oh. it's wild Italian, softest Italian ever. Hey, I don't know. You said that to Brett like immediately. Like, now I'm so curious. You have to touch yeah, him. Yeah, I want a hand job from my uh, co-worker. I do too. Yeah. What's from your co-worker. Well, we, can we, we can make that happen. The man is going to be in a, it's, it's going to be an Academy Award nominated film, Air. I hope not. We're talking about getting hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. You know, that's I don't think this is going to. I'm trying to get him favor on Oscar. <laughs> no, <I don't> know. <laughs> oh, you don't want people to know that you did it. You want this down low. That they, it's, cut, it's, the, cut the tape. Cut the tape. All right. Yeah. Turn that off. Now, Brett, the camera's off. Blow Marlon Wayans. Use all your hands. Nah, Get him you under there. Put him out. All right. <laughs> just hands. Just, hand job, right. just hands and let me touch your hand. Just palm it. Just make it a thing. I mean, he's an Academy Award nominee, for God's sakes. Put your hands on the man uh we had an idea for a movie this morning oh wow when you, you get movies you done i no oh, wow. if american movie ideas are always better when you pitch them right. when you're high i'm not gonna pitch it that's inspiration I'm it. so okay i'm gonna give it to you you get high and then take it no this is you yours. sound like my mom my mom <laughs> used to pitch me the worst ideas this is a good one she was like baby i got an idea ready <laughs> superman is on a plane <laughs> do something with that. <laughs> Why would he be on a plane? That's what I say. That's the funny part, son. <laughs> Superman is on a plane. Why would he be on a plane? Yeah. That's for you to figure yeah. out. Did he buy a ticket? I don't know. He's on kryptonite. I, 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 was like, I, guess, yeah. I didn't. I, I don't. I thought she had a weed cookie that day. I don't know. <laughs> then she another one was ready, Keenan. Every time Keenan came home, my mother had a bad pitch for him. Ready, black. Santa Claus. Run with it. Go. Go. Why isn't it in theaters yet? This is a good one. You're going to like this. Are you ready? You ready? You ready, ready, Keenan? You ready, Marlon? All right. We just found out about a guy this morning. Uh, Second place to Jesse Owens in the Hitler game. The 36 Olympics. Do something. No, no, hold on. Okay. (laughs) Also African-American. Okay. His brother, true story, was Jackie Robinson. This dude is second to everyone in African American history. No one knows him. <laughs> Matthew Robinson. He has to Number go to two. he has to go to every city and see the intersection of Jesse Owens Boulevard and Jackie Robinson Lane. <laughs> 
and not. I could have been there. I was almost. <laughs> I was almost there. I was almost both of them. <laughs> yeah, and it would have been like if his sister married Martin Luther King. We're like, God damn it! I missed it. I keep losing out. And every time they show the highlights, it's yeah. just Jesse Owens yeah. gold medal. I'm like, the guy's now in that, second place. Yeah. It could be a comedy. That's what I think. That I had another comedy. one years ago, but it's kind of been like uh, uh, this was in the late '90s. I came up with the Quantum Leap. Who's the black time traveler, which has been done several times since. That, but his only line was, oh, because he kept going back to terrible stuff. What, where would you like go every, back? He's standing on like a porch and a, a second black story. Black don't want to go back in time. No, of white folks. So he'd have Ziggy. Every time we go back in time, it's a terrible time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, where would no you matter go? what. So the last, the last joke I had for it before it became like, and then Chappelle had done something. like, And it's not like stolen. It's, a, it's an idea that can, anybody can have. Me, but the uh, last one was like, oh. I'm in 2005. That ain't bad. And then you hear, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Michael Richards. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the movie ends. Just credits. I, no, I, me and my brother had one. We was going to do is it, um, it was like, uh, what's the name of those two dudes? Like uh, Keanu Reeves and what's his name? Bill and Ted's. Oh, oh Bill and yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No one knows the other no, no, we, we, we was going to call it Black to the Future. <laughs> and it, it was basically it. all that. Yeah, see, so I like that. I think we're going to do it as an animated. Mac Robinson as the... Like, Those are two decent ideas. Th- see, yeah. This, this is not like, bad. Clearly, you smoke great weed. <laughs> I haven't for a while. You know what I'm liking? Mother, is microdosing is better. I miss when you used to smoke weed. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're not married and you just changed. Well, that's what You're happened. Like a dad Where now. do you think Little Man came from? I'm like, Mom, kids? Mom, are you ready for this? No, God, no. I'm a oh, okay. smart man. Did you have kids? real responsible. Well, kids, I never got married. I, yeah, that, that's that, smart. That's on you. <laughs> that's on it's you. It's one or the you other. You take my money, but my penis is mine. <laughs> I can give him that to one. Stuffing that wherever yeah. I want. In his hands. In his Man, hair. in his hands. Doesn't but matter. see, imagine if I was high telling you that story. Like Mac was. Robinson is a good story. Plus, his that's name. A good story. His name's so Mac that's a Robinson. Good story. It's like he's like it's nothing. Sad. And like, everywhere he, he goes. I felt bad. Sad. Like we never knew that until today. Right. How do we not know I've about this I've been a part of African-American history, but haven't. Like, I have a picture with me, Tupac, and Biggie. Oh, and man. We're at the Glam Slam Club in 1992. And it's the only picture, like, of Biggie and Tupac together. Wow. And in the corner, I'm twisting my hair, <laughs> looking at both of them. It's only half my face. <laughs> a little yeah. bit of you. I but swear in it. Now, here's what's crazy. I saw Tupac 20 minutes before he got killed. Oh, no kidding. In Vegas at the Luxor. I knew Tupac. Yeah. Went over, gave him a hug. Very soft hands. Oh, just like Hands that. like Good. yours. I mean, no I, kidding. I used to call him the Palm Olive Thug. <laughs> yeah. Because his hands were so soft. Like we'll call him the... He's too wop from now on. <laughs> Soft like hands, that's the thing. <laughs> too wop. That's good. Um, and so, um, and, 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 and I saw him 20 minutes before he got shot. And then I saw Biggie 20 minutes before he got shot. Jesus, duck everybody. Oh, like, oh, 20 yeah. minutes from now, <laughs> we're all dead. Palm Olive Thug, <laughs> you're wrong. Oh, man. So I'm kind of like Mac Robinson. Yeah, you are the Mac Robinson. I'm of, the guy that sees everybody that, right before they get shot. Yeah, that's not good. I don't like being in the room with you right now. I've got, got 20 minutes to live. I think you're good. We've got to do a drive-by on three white guys. <laughs> not with his hands. But they'd be aiming at you. Stick them on him. Give him a hand drop real fast. All the anger will go away. Yeah. Who's I mad about? Well, all I know is that there'd be three dead white guys and you on the news going, we're going to catch who did this. I know you're after me because they ain't shooting at us. We're just, we're just collateral damage. God sakes, you're famous for crying out loud. We got a duck. 20, yeah, that's pretty good. That's Mac crazy. Robinson story's got to be a thing. I like that, Mac Robinson. Because he'd be like, he'd be everything. He'd be second to everything. 
Mackie Robinson. Yeah, yeah Mackie. It's Jackie. I didn't even think of that part. It's Mackie. He even has a name. It's a, my God, I think he's here. Jackie Robinson. No, it's me, Mackie Robinson. Mackie. Oh. Get over here. Just a life of disappointment. <laughs> what Jackie went through. So coming he, number two, yeah, yeah. Jesse Owens. Is, <laughs> and then nobody cared. There were two brothers that beat that German dude. And he's waiting like, for Hitler to call him the N-word. Come on. Right. I'm black too. Jackie Robinson stood up there at the plate. Well, coaches called him the N-word. People screamed it. Every time it happened to Mackie, he's like, get out of here. That's nobody why cared. he stole so many bases, because he was never comfortable at one base. <laughs> 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 yeah, I want this movie to happen. I think it's a thing. You can right. have it. It's yours. Thanks. Tell your mom. She'll add some ideas. She'll punch this yeah. up. Yeah, I, I, I definitely will. Mom, She'll be jealous. Wrong with it. He stole yeah. my idea. Yeah. My mother's always say that she had dementia and she's just say that people stole her ideas and she started taking credit for really bad <laughs> really soul plane was mine <laughs> never say that out loud even the people who did it want you <laughs> to say it yeah, they honey Kevin Hart's like yeah. that was Cat Williams <laughs> that was his idea and we were very high uh, Marlon Williams is at the Tempe Improv this weekend what's the worst idea you've pitched to your brother I don't pitch bad ideas. I know, <laughs> I know better. Got to have one. I know better. Really? You think a really bad idea. What did you almost pitch to him and then think? Uh, one of my friends pitched him such a bad idea, my brother closed down a writing session. Really? Yeah. Damn. What was it? You remember? We was writing a movie, and uh, I think it was like one of the movies, a parody we was going to do. It was like alien flick. And one of my boys was like a junior writer. And he told us he was going to pitch this idea. Me and my boy Zay was like, don't do it. <laughs> He's like, I got it. I'm going I was like, for don't it. do it. He goes, all right. So you go inside of um, a, a, a freezer within the lab and you see Puffy and he's frozen and he's cryogenic Puffy. And then they open the door and he goes, I thought I told you that we don't stop. I thought I'd tell you. <laughs> and my brother said, That's it. We're done. We're this is not a movie here. <laughs> get this get this MF out of my house. <laughs> Shut down the writing session. Everybody and he called home. me and my brother and was like, Don't never bring your friends here again. <laughs> oh. He wasn't allowed at the house again. Oh, man. In the movie, would like that would be and a And now moment. he's a very successful writer. Who is it? I'm not going to say. Damn it. Got to give his bad ideas no, away. No, he's, he's a success. Because what happens is, over time, it's Ben Affleck. you get well. Yeah. Ben <laughs> it was Ben. I'm going to go with that. I'm running with it, folks. Ben Affleck said that. Done. Yeah, he's never allowed to talk to Keenan like that. <laughs> Ever. Uh, Marlon's at the Tempe Improv tonight and tomorrow, which is just ridiculous. You don't get this kind of entertainment. Outside of like Vegas, L.A., New York, you're in Phoenix. Why yes. Phoenix on a Monday, Tuesday? Uh, Tempe, actually. Tempe, but you know. I, I say Phoenix for Fridays, Saturday, <laughs> for normal <laughs> weekends. The outskirts. Tempe, you yeah. give me on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You can be missing football. I'm an artist, man. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll be, I just want to. I'm, I'm gearing up to do my next, my oh, fourth okay. special. So um, I'm doing a special called Good Grief, and so I'm just. Practicing my special, getting the reps okay. in getting before I do in. it. Filming it at the Apollo on uh, 11-11. So I'm just getting my reps in. So oh, you've got two weeks. you got to get on this. I'm ready. Yeah, you're ready to go. So this thing's ready to fire. Yeah, so you're going to get the special before the special yeah. tonight and tomorrow. Yeah, so How'd it go last Come night? see the special live. It was great. And yeah. then I had this one dude that's sitting in the front. 
and he couldn't control his cocaine. And I just was like, <laughs> I'm, I got off on an hour. And normally I do like an hour and 20. I was just yeah. like, I can't. I'm going to punch this guy in the face. Yeah. Or steal his coke and then riff on him. for <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> was he? Which is not. He's just the whole time. He's just talking to me. I'm like, bro, there's 400 people here. Yeah. Shut the F up. Yeah. I was just like, and he kept going to the bathroom, do coke, come back, and he'd be higher, and his oh. jaw was just like, his teeth was getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, he was just down like, to baby teeth. Who was it? I don't know. Ben Affleck. To... <laughs> <laughs> Mackie Robinson. Mackie's back. Was I got stories to tell. Let me have that mic. Quiet down, Mackie. Give me that I'm mic. Cracky Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> See, they'd have a third brother we didn't know about. Mackie and Cracky are trying to. And he's get... always second to last. Yeah. <laughs> he's, always, he's the worst of the Robinson brothers. But the worst the part is, but he's, he can't even lose. Yeah. He just comes in second to last. Yeah, always going to these ribbon cuttings with their brother. Another street, really? How many you need? <laughs> <laughs> this is too good. I think it's a good pitch. And we're not even drinking. Like, this That's is, this is a sober pitch. Anymore? Oh, I drink. Oh, yeah. I'll You're like, I'm married. I got oh, drink. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm drinking the second this show's over. I'm going to start. Just got to get through Where's four hours. Let's go. I'll I got you sent you. me. So I have to say thank you personally. My We share a birthday, basically. That's right. Two days apart. And, I and my it. mother. It's hers too? July 23rd. Well, she no, dead wow. now, but you know, yeah. pit, up there pitching God bad ideas. Yeah. God, <laughs> I got an idea for you. <laughs> I mean, okay. Don't shake your head. Purple yeah. Rain, Ma, that was Prince's. <laughs> we do it different. <laughs> See, it would be a different rain. Well, yeah. happy birthday, man. Well, yeah, you, and you, you, sent me, you sent me some Cezrac and I some, did. And it was incredibly kind of you because I told you for like two seconds yeah. that that's what I was drinking on my 50th yeah. birthday. You had a big party, I didn't. Yes. And I just said I had Cezrac. And then, then like a week later, I get a present from you. And yeah, was- because this month, out of all the shows I do, I, and I've, I've traveled often, this is one show I always uh, always have fun. Awesome, thank doing. you, man. So, That's so cool. And I'm, I, I see why I like you because you're born on my birthday. Yeah, you hang out with Paws over here, and this guy <laughs> can China check hands. me anytime. <laughs> well, he's and strong. Thank you for the I'm cupcake. Call you the juggler. <laughs> and you you sent Brady cupcakes, assuming he has a birthday. <laughs> And actually, it was, it was, it was, it was really nice. like something on Yeah, because the card said for your last birthday. I thought that was appropriate. <laughs> really nice of you to bring that out. And I made it. Yeah, and he did it. And he's here for another birthday. He's Damn, got to send him some more cupcakes. Yeah, he's just crawling for cupcakes. <laughs> February can't be far. They're uh, down to Little Debbie's now. Yeah. On a budget. What are you doing while you're in town other than the shows? Oh, man, I went to Maple and Ash last night. Did you go? That's a show. Have you went? Yeah, I've been. Did Not- you have the Seafood Tower? Oh, yeah. we got to have that. With the pasta? Yes. Oh, that, that, I forgot about the pasta. It, it made my life. Yeah, it's That is my good. favorite restaurant. Yeah. I ate so much seafood, uh, what's called grill last night, that my roof of my mouth started itching. I swear <laughs> I swear, I was about to swell up. I was asking for an EpiPen because I wouldn't <laughs> stop eating it. I'm going to go back again before I go. And just crush uh, more allergic seafood. Uh, absolutely. I was, the one time I was there, I'm like, this place is yeah, it's a lot going on. And uh, it's kind of like almost proud of itself to a, a level of strangeness. But then I, the, next to us was a table of Persian influencers. And they're like 20-year-old <laughs> Iranian. And My they friend. And My friend. Yeah, yeah, it was the weirdest, like, what is going oh, on? They had their good cameras out. And nonstop. It was and like, you, you were sitting with your wife like, yeah. we're kind of boring, right? <laughs> we are completely. Are we eating the same thing? They're really excited about that. Everything they did was a photograph. And I'm like, what's that? Like, look, I mean, do we, should we order a la 
had the seafood tower. I came away yeah. with an eight by ten rug. <laughs> I'm asking the waiter. Like, what is Allah look? We want some of that. They're like, what the f are you talking about? Dude, that guy keeps screaming about it. It's the best thing in the world. I don't know what it is. Oh, it was, it was, but the night was just all about the people around us. It was yeah, but like, the food. They yeah. actually have really good food. Seafood yeah. Tower is my favorite. You can't. I, I will go back there again before I yeah, leave. Seafood you want to find anyway. me, you can find me at the Tempe Infrob, yep. 730 tonight. Monday, Tuesday, seven thirty. One show only. That's right. It's um, almost filled up, so get your tickets. Come on out, come see me. And if you're not seeing me there, you'll probably see me at Maple and Ash yeah. with my face swelling, <laughs> smelling up. like crabs, and look <laughs> behind a ice tower of seafood. I love it. <laughs> no, it's wood fire grilled. It's not the that. ice one. It's wood. They put it in a wood fire I grill. Don't remember that? It's so delicious. Maybe you we have, didn't have it. There. It's a, no, I have to that. go. Well, I remember the pasta. Though. No, the seafood tower. Right. It's wood it. fire grill. Comes in the chili oil, and then they dip the pasta in it. We're done. This show's over. Right 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 it's go. expensive, but it's yeah, delicious. That's, it's worth it. Yeah, no, a seafood tower. If it says that on a menu, I'm like that. Bring Trust it, me. Bring it all. All right. I'm on that. You push your wife to the side, but you move. This is that's me. That's mine. Is that it? Uh, I'm going. There it is. Yes, that's oh, it. I do remember oh. that. Why don't I remember it being looking? I, I do remember the pasta, It's though. so good. Remember ice. Oh, my God. Maybe we had oysters or Isn't something. Isn't that a happy place? Oh, it's such a good thing. I when you go get right good now. food, it's it's perfect, right? I'd rather good food than sex. It's because you're in your 50s now. Did, did something happen to you too? <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like I, my, my, yeah. my joint got hit by a car. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't care about it no more. Like, I lost I was all just born that way. I, I go to strip clubs and I'm just like, here, just take the money. Don't, yeah. don't rub just on Leave me alone. I've got a lot on my mind. Just leave me alone. That's <laughs> all I want to do. <laughs> just let me cuddle you. you. Yeah. That's all. I want to sleep. I want to go to strip clubs. Yeah. They should make strip clubs for 50 old dudes. 50 and older, you just go, you pay somebody to sleep. Yeah. Just to cuddle. Get a Don't you kind of, aren't you kind of mad at your, your your dad or your older brothers, too, and telling you that after 46, you're never done peeing when you think you're done peeing? Yeah, this, you put your, it, just you put, it just keeps going. Crazy. Like, 10 minutes later, you're like, I always got to have, like, a little napkin. I yeah. just put it in there like put a, like a sandy cloth. Cork. Wrap they should up. make, uh, what do you call it, for men? Little, like, little sheaths <laughs> of, what, like. What else call those? With the we should make, like, wear? a hollow tampon. Like a, yeah, for like a rain put ourselves in there and like then the cotton absorbs it. Yeah, like a little shower cap. No, That's the wings. One. They should make wings oh. for men. <laughs> for the male wings. I've always thought that I'm a five. So. I know I have. I, that's why I wear black underwear. I know I got Same. pee stains. I know oh, pee stains. I don't are, see them. I can't stop. I don't have poo stains. I wash my butt every time I take a poo. I made it a rule. Every time I we wash my butt. We were born on the same day. Yeah, uh, I do the I same just, thing. And I like my butt lick. So I, yeah. if I'm even gonna get that, I, You're I gonna wanna, be ready. The day it started for me, making my ass spotless after every time you take a shower with soap and water. Yes. Because you never know when this is going to happen. I was dating a girl, and the rumor was she liked to do that. Yes. She liked to, to lick back there. <laughs> and so I'm like, I better keep that spotless 24-7, like all that. You never know, because we're going on dates. I'm like, tonight's the night. And I smell like mint and cucumber back there. <laughs> and the day I'll she did why, it, she ahead. pushed it up. Oh, Hands on thighs. I'm like, like a baby. It's happy. Oh, yeah. Hold it over. <laughs> she pushed my knees up to my ears wow. and, and went down there. And I'm like, it's happening. And then started to dabble at the region. And I felt a tear roll down my cheek, and I realized I hate it. I don't like this. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting raped, and I can't kick back her. She's going to put me in jail. Then he took a, a warm shower afterwards. Just, just crying. Just, no, in a ball. no soap, just crying. <laughs> I'm never going to wash my ass again. What happened to me was I, um, <laughs> I used to date a similar girl when I was 14. Probably the same girl. And um, 
is a name I, I can't say her name either. <laughs> what? Was it? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. It was. It was. Mac ben. Robinson. Yep. <laughs> I was, I was, Mackie Robinson. Yeah, Mackie. I was dating this girl, and after school, she would always, like, give me, like, stuff. Stuff. Hands, like Brett's hands. Yeah. yeah. And then and then she would go down there yeah. sometime. Little mouth and up. I used to get nervous, and I used to know she was going to do it, so I used to wipe my butt with, like, water and um, just tissue <laughs> and, and no soap. And so one Bounty day in water. we broke up and my best friend Omar Epps, yeah. um, we was all walking to summer school and um, summer class and um, <clears throat> Omar was like, why did you and Marlon break up? Mm-hmm. And she goes, I don't know. He just, for whatever reason. And then she's like, what, did you love him? He's like, she's like, yeah. She goes, you know, he said, what did you not like about him? She's like, oh, I love everything about him. But there was this one thing. And that's all he had to hear. He's like, what's the one thing? What is it? And so he questioned her for like three hours. Yeah. He's like, what, he's a little piece? He's like, no, it's big. Yeah. Is it skinny? She's like, no, it's thick. She's like, it's really perfect. He's like, what is it? Is it breast thing? He goes, no, this is butt stink. Uh-oh. And she said, well... <laughs> I remember being in Blimpies, which was Subway back in the <laughs> back in the nineties. He ran. I was ordering a sandwich. He ran by me, crying. He said, yeah. "Your butt stinks." <laughs> he got on the phone. He called my other best friend and the guy, the cryogenic puffy guy, and they together laughed oh until they were sick. And after that day, I said, "I'm no longer." I was creating do- dingleberries yeah. and didn't know it. It's so, called. It rhymes with uh, Skittles. What? Oh, really? Yeah, it's like little balls of yes. yeah, just like hanging off like a beaded curtain. Wow! And that's I didn't know I was creating yeah. that. And so after that day, every time I take a poo, I wash yeah. my butt, and I'm like, yeah, so, well, I bet you you won't say that <laughs> no more. more. Yeah. <laughs> I because I was the reason I have the Skittles thing, and that the rhymes with that is because there was a girl at my work that was awesome, and so I was going doing the thing a little you know south life love, love down low. and i'm ooh, ooh, i couldn't try to figure out what's going on but not little little balls or something and i look and Still it's digging. Just, it looks like it looks like little tiny white dots all over the hair and it was because she was doing what you were doing was taking this toilet paper and shredding it up white and so it was little Skittles. see you're better than me i would be like oh my god <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's what my penis did. And she's like, you're 21. Why don't you like me? And I'm like, I do. But this is nothing good coming from this. Like, just use my toe. The first time I heard that story, 10 that's years gross. later, he met her. I meet her. Yeah. Beautiful And I'm girl. like, oh, you're. Yeah. Yeah. You're. <laughs> Why do you call me that? Well, he told me a story. You still wiping with dry toilet paper. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hose back oh, there and some wow. scrubbies. Yeah, she needed a brush. But and, and, but I think it's the best thing. I would tell all men do it. I I was talking to Barry Bon Barry Sonnenfeld. Yeah, a director. He directed uh, Men in Black, and he was like, "I bet you my butt's cleaner than yours." No I way. said, "No way." He said, "I bet you a hundred dollars." I was at the premiere of the movie I did with Tom Hanks. It was uh. Uh, lady killers. Yeah, and he was telling me his butt's cleaner than mine. He said I wipe my butt with tucks. I said then your butt stinks. He yeah. said no, it doesn't. Sounds I'm like telling medicine. you, my butt's cleaner than yours. He said I'll tell you what, you take this tucks, you go in the bathroom, you wipe your butt. If you come out and it's clear, then your butt's cleaner than mine. Yep. I said you go do the same. I went wiped my butt, came out clear. He came back brown. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it back. I was like he just yeah. didn't. He didn't I fake like, it. 
keep the hundred bucks yeah. and wash, wash your ass. ass. <laughs> I will test my it ass. Tuck's challenge every single second of every single day. Anybody, if someone says you want to wipe it and you see, want, I'm let's like, go. you're getting nothing. You could reuse let's that go. paper. You could. Let's we could go it. right now. Right. You want to go now? Get some you guys want to go, go right now? Uh, yeah. You want to yeah, go? Soft you got soft hands. I bet you stink ass. I bet you. Let's have Brett wipe our asses. Do it. We're just going to line up and you wipe our asses. Just do it. <laughs> Tell us who's cleaner. Yeah. yeah, don't be a baby. You're doing this. Yeah, no, uh, you could reuse it. I would put it back. I would too. Yeah, it's clean. It's clean, clean as a whistle. Yep. My, butt, my butt goes. Yeah, <laughs> mine says thank you. Every morning you wake up, go, thank you. It's perfect. Don't make it growl like that. No, no, it's, 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 it's stink. He's still got stink. He's still a man. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to man. We smell great. Uh, Marlon wins uh, Tempe Improv tonight and tomorrow. Always great to see you. Thanks for doing this on a Monday. Always How cool good to see that? you too, brother. And uh, leave us with words of wisdom. Fix the world. Um, just laugh your way through life, man. Yep. This life is too short not to... Not to laugh, man. You could die any second. Make sure your last thought. Why are you looking at Brady? <laughs> <laughs> you could die any minute. I don't know what you're talking like about. Any minute. <laughs> like before you get the cupcakes, <laughs> I'm going to send you. <laughs> Marlon wins, everybody. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. What would Brady do? Hmm? It's going to be fun. I think that's the one we're actually doing, too, in blue. Maybe. I don't know. I better start paying attention. It's coming up here. <laughs> A Friday and Saturday, Night of the Singing Dead. Copper Blues downtown. Desert Ridge, Saturday night. Friday night downtown, Saturday night. I'm busy. It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff to do. And it's a lot. What we're thinking. Might come down with that COVID. <laughs> uh, it's time now for, uh, it's pretty cool, Marlon coming in on Monday. That makes the Monday better. Oh, but the bad thing is, now it feels like Thursday or Friday, because normally we have comedians in on that, so I feel like we've only got a day left in the week. He's coming in tomorrow. Yeah, can he come back tomorrow and kill some more time for us? That was great. Uh, it is uh, time now for What Would Brady Do? Very quickly, a brief version. I got a good one, though. And this will be a good debate. I don't think... I think it's going to be amongst you guys, though. I don't think... I think this room will all agree. It's brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pond. Uh, they got M&P guns inside there if you're interested in getting involved in that deal. Not a bad idea to go grab that stuff now. Uh, M&P guns is on 12th Street and Indian School, and they've got all your needs for anything you would ever want as far as weapons, ammunition... All the things that go on a gun come with a gun. They build got your own. Build your own. Yeah. They got the, the jackets. They got the, everything. It's an amazing uh, gun store inside Mo Money Pond, which is glorious. And I mean, they've got everything. They, all the way across. They had uh, AK-47 they made for me. I was looking at it yesterday. That thing is still beautiful. Still haven't shot it. We need to go. It's sort of a uh, showpiece, though. Like, you're gonna say, I'd still shoot. Well, then just I buy another one. Yeah, you're right. Buy another one, one then, another. and put that on the mantle. Yeah, that's true. I think that's a good-looking mantle. <laughs> AK-47 sitting across yeah, the fireplace. Yeah, right. So why wouldn't I do that? Look great in the kitchen. It does work. <laughs> well, that's where it currently is. And it's just keep your hands off my... Brady's got guns in his kitchen, too. Of course. Hands off! That's mine. Uh, but you can go over there and get anything you've ever wanted in that regard. Uh, M&P Guns. It's right there on 12th Street in Indian School. Inside Mo Money Pond. We thank you uh, for sponsoring... What would Brady do? The most moral man in the world begins now. Brady, are you ready? Ready. There we go. This one says, Dear Brady, wife and I are in a fight, 
because she wants to have a gender reveal party. Uh, but we already know that it's a girl. The whole thing's a lie. Uh, it's just this giant woman thing. She wants attention. She wants Instagram pictures. Uh, I've dug my heels and said I'm not participating. Go ahead and have it, but I'm not going to be there. She is furious. By the way, we already have three girls, twins and another one. My life's a disaster. It's women everywhere. Now a fourth one's on the way. That's confirmed. My last resort is to just not go to the party since I told her I don't want to be part of it, but she doesn't seem to care about what I want at all. This is all about her. Do I skip it? Go golf with some friends? Uh, I'm going to look like an a-hole, but I don't care. This is a big uphill climb. Getting out of this, what would you do? Uh, I'd just uh, go ahead and cut her a check. It's over. <laughs> You're going to divorce her. <laughs> You've got an influencer. It's infected. But I'll tell you this. Oh, you got four influencers now. The baby's yeah. going to come out as the influencer. No, you... Um, if she's not um, understanding or hearing what you're saying, why yeah. do we have to have this? And you know, and don't you're part of it too. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to have it. We are, and plus, it is a lie. If you already know the gender, there is no gender reveal. You're it's, grifting. You're grifting. Yes. You you found out already, and they're like, let's have a party and tell everyone else. Why don't you just tell everyone else? Yeah, because you want stuff. That's right. It's a grift. I saw a picture the other day. What do you do? I, I mean, I've never been to a gender reveal. That's right, because yeah. you're a man. Have, uh, That's right. That's right. Both <laughs> gifts, just in case. I think you. It's not I like think. Or do you get the gifts afterwards? Are you supposed I, to bring I've a gift? I've not been either. I think it's a. I didn't know if it was a. And I know I understand how gifts. it can be another racket for a gift. It's gifts. It's probably. I thought baby showers used to cover that. That covers the baby. I don't think this one's for the baby. I think this is for mom and dad. I think they get a little present or like gift cards or some money or something. I ain't doing it. I don't care what your baby is. And besides that, isn't it a little presumptuous these days to assign the gender before it's even born? I think you can get in trouble for that. That's what I would lean on. Just act like you're, uh, I'm not so sure that's a good idea. What if it changes its mind? A few years from now, it wants to be a boy. Don't go. I wouldn't. Go golfing. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Your wife's if having a gender reveal party. Her top because of that. Oh, she will. She'll she will, because it. it's because her friends will be like, geez, he didn't even show up. It makes her look like an, like a nut. If he's not there, it looks like she did this all alone. And it's going to reveal, it's going to spotlight exactly what it is, which is a look at me party. But then if you go exactly. and go along with it, then it's the look at me party. Yeah. And it continues the uh, Don't invite an influencer oh, career. I got an idea. Go on Facebook if you've got it, or Instagram, or whatever it is. And just say, just found out we're having another girl. Oh, you mean wreck it ahead of time? Wreck it. Nice. I'm going to wreck it. Let's go full wreck it, Ralph. She'd still do it, though. She'd still right. grift it. He's such an asshole. He told everybody, but we're still going to pink stuff all over everybody. Wreck it. That's a great idea. Thanks, me. Or wreck the reveal. Like just have it, you know, backfire. Or Whatever it, you're doing. Again. Like, if, you're, if you're doing, you know, grenades with different colors, pink right. and blue. The only gender reveal party I want to go to, I want the smoke. Over. The smoke needs to come out gray and then realize it's stillborn. And have everyone at the party go, oh, yep, it was a miscarriage. Sorry. What's with all the gray smoke? Will you elect a pope? Well, you'd be like Brady. You wait the six months, too, before that comes yeah. out. So Sids. if it is gray smoke, you're good. you're good. You're good. Sid's baby. <laughs> one of them Sid's babies, dude. Then you have one of those parties. Sid's party. Not a bad rule. It's just a, it's a better rule to not have those get-togethers. Nobody, no one, no one Especially cares. Especially if it's kid number four. 
Exactly. No one cares about kid number one what you're going to have. No one outside of you and your mom and dad care about what your kid's going to be. We all, I've seen girls and I've seen boys and I've seen the in-betweens and I've seen the pretend on either side. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. You make one or the other. I've seen them all. I'm not sitting there going, oh my God, finally a boy on the planet. There's plenty of them. With that being said, just have a good time at your gender reveal. You're going. Because, well, you know, that thing is going to be useful for six weeks anyway. Golf. She ain't going anywhere. Those four kids, she wants you to stick around. You're good. I saw a picture that I was going to tell you. That my friend's uh, his daughter or his daughter's friend, I don't know, he's telling me, he's showing me stuff. And I'm like, hold on. Did I just see what I think I saw as you scrolled through? And he's like, what's that? It was his niece. The picture of her, she's brand new. Like, this kid was born in like July. It's, it's filtered. I'm like, wait a minute. Like you're a portrait? To, you're wiping out baby wrinkles? Like, no. Well, yeah, oh, but, but it was just I got filtered like if I took yeah. a picture of you and then cleaned huge it. Huge eyes, huge beautiful it eyes. Had, and- it had been touched up. It's an infant. It's like a three-month-old. That must be an ugly-ass kid. That's what I was thinking. Like, that they all look the same way. Catfishing yeah. other babies? <laughs> yeah, and I, it was a selfie, too, which was more amazing. You see his little pudgy thumb? Like, did that? And he's like, you have no idea. His It's his niece, so it's his niece's daughter. I don't know what that makes her. Double niece. But uh, And she's one of those, like, tons of makeup kind of influencer type. She did it to her own baby. She filtered a baby. Wow. Like, the baby looks terrible. Bags under its eyes. People don't think it's getting enough rest. Jesus. Filter it. Baby. For Had this beautiful pink cheeks that looked all soft. And I'm like, really? And he goes, you have no idea. Yes, it is. It is a show right now over at that house with photos and dress up. It's their first kid, so they're getting a little weird about it. But they've got some money, and all she has is time on her hands. I call Cardone Cardone. <laughs> it's time. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking down. I'm seeing Don't it. leave the house. That's the worst part. Is because I saw that filtered baby, and then if I saw the real baby, I'd be like, "This baby doesn't look like the pictures. This is an ugly little baby." <laughs> Don't say that. Well, give me some reality shots before I come in and see this perfect ambrosia baby. Anyway, dear Brady, my wife and I are in our fifties and been married for over five years. Six months ago, she decided to give up drinking. Good for her, right? I support it. No drastic reason. Uh, It's focusing on her health and thinks it's time. But now, without the drinking, I no longer have the dirty, slutty whore uh, that usually poked her head out after two drinks. Sex life, six to ten times a week. Anytime I want it, it is gone. Boring missionary. uh, The rollover, just put it in. You can do it if you want. I'm in that kind of purgatory. We're roommates. I hate it. I'm reduced to begging now. Do you have any suggestions? And is a... Uh, is there any justification for the girl at work with me? Nicholas. <laughs> all boils down to the end. Is like, can I have the girl next to me? She stopped drinking. Spike that. Yeah, it's hard not to think, oh, maybe the drinking encouraged that behavior. Evidently. Or, but, you know, it's also the stage of, uh, you know, she's hitting all sorts of things where the hormonal swings happen. Oh, boy, you're talking menopause. Yep. The change. Maybe the she's changing somebody. Or the start of the oh, change. Brett brings up a good point. Maybe and she's wasting that. it on some other yeah. dude. She went from having a drink to like you to being sober and looking at you like never. Just rolling over going, all right, go ahead. If you need it, it's right there. It's like digging through a crisper in the fridge. There's nothing in here. 
Just get on top. So, <laughs> you know, also take a look at, I mean, look at uh, yourself too. At what Has anything changed or, you know, since that. Look inward. Was she uh, carrying that whole deal and all of a sudden she's like, I want to mellow out a little bit. What are you bringing to the party? What do you encourage? You know, it's a two-way street sometimes. I say it's her. No, it's her. But- I'm with Brett. <laughs> and now that we've learned about Brett's soft hands, you don't need your wife at all. <laughs> Brett's going to start a factory. It's going to look like a Dr. Seuss machine over there in a few hours. Uh, the, the hard thing is, is uh, if she if he's in that situation and she's like, and I'm fine with this. Yeah, she's you try as off. a guy, you're trying everything to. How know, come that? If that's the thing. You say look inward. You're saying that guy should do that. Like you try to change something. But if a woman told you, I'm not satisfied, you wouldn't sit back and go, well, that's your problem. No, you'd, right? you'd, but you'd be like, geez, say, what well, can I do better? What can I do better? Right. I, I would like this to be good. Yeah. A woman hears, I'm not I, I know, I'm not a satisfied husband. And then they're like, well, you, you act like an idiot. Like It's like they're mad about it. Like that you want them. I've heard. Something's poisoning the well. Yeah, something ain't right. Something ain't right. A couple of friends could have gotten to her. She's yeah, getting outside then, D. But then, well, that's what he thinks. And that, you know, that's a strong argument to be made there. are you getting it somewhere else isn't a bad quite if you were getting six to ten a week and that i right, doubt cut down let's to, just say three yeah. to seven that's a lot if you're pulling six to ten a week and then it's gone because she doesn't have two vodka red bulls before bed and that just disappears completely and her drive's missing hey, you got to talk to her and say something's wrong yeah are, are you getting this somewhere else or you're just not interested anymore am i uh have because i gotten fat like that's what brady's saying did i get ugly yeah, did i get ugly yeah. did i get do I have to try harder? Do I have to hit the gym? What are you? Are you not attracted to me? What's going on? And she would be. It's just not that important to me anymore. Well, it is to me, so it should be to you. Go to some counseling. And 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 the counseling Brady's talking about is not the girl that that's next to you. That's why right. he said, "Can I have the one professional?" That's right. Get up, counseling. pay for it. Well, wait a minute. I shouldn't say that either. Now, oh, that's pretty good counseling as well. Because sometimes you just need a little jump start. You need that's to right. rekindle. She does not sit next to you at work. That's not the jump start Brady's talking about. <laughs> but yeah, but again, if you you know if you're telling her, I'd like to do this. It's kind of insulting to say I'd really like to want you more and be with you like we used to be. And she's like, meh. And then you're spending three hundred dollars a week to have to try to convince her to like you. That ain't fun. Check out Facebook. She's talking to uh, you know. Old high school mates, or well, don't start doing that garbage. If you got to start chasing around on her Instagram, see if what's going on. Then, oh, uh, you'll know. Go to Replica, get that app Replica with a K, and start one of those AI relationships, like that guy who talked to us this morning. You'll know when she says, "I've stopped drinking." I'm going to happy hour with so and so. Just gonna have some waters over there at the Dirty Drummer for a couple months. Pasta Postinos. <laughs> uh, brutal. All right, one more. Uh, Dear Brady, I'm 36. Actually, it says, hey, Chancellor, this could get bad. I'm 36, never married and don't have kids. My girlfriend of two years dumped me out of nowhere, and she said she didn't find me attractive anymore. Wow, it's a trend. Uh, It's odd considering she's the one that stopped exercising and gained 30 pounds, but I took took it on the chin regardless. Now that I have freedom as a bachelor again, I'm not sure I want to bother with dating the woke women of the world today. Maybe it's time to uh, pay one to play, as you always say. You're not paying a prostitute for sex. You're paying her to leave. Should I do this? Move on to hookers or start dating? 
I think he's too young. Thirty six, too young yeah. for hookers. Yeah, I think now that he's uh, he said got himself in shape and stuff. No, yeah. Well, he's been in you shape. Could, she you got know, fat. You just got to look back and say, and what what is your trend of you know what are you attracted to in the past? You you if you go off the same candidates, yeah. you're going to run into the same thing. Look at changing that up a little bit. Nobody dumps you out of nowhere. It always I thought it was him. No, in the said, direction of an yeah. ultimatum. Like I want kids. Right. You're thirty. You know, he's thirty six. I thought maybe he was in. She didn't find him attractive yeah. anymore, and she put on weight. She found. Uh, it sounds like grass is greener on the Either other that, side. Just stopped liking you, which is very possible too. You just have to. But suck um, that up. it's good you're out of that situation because yeah, it wasn't it was one you had had a three hundred pounder the right that was going. <laughs> in five years. If she put on 30 pounds in two years, that's 15 pounds a year. Ten years is 150 pounds. What a beast. Three bills. That's one Larry attached to your girlfriend. Wow. Wow. You get yourself a Larry on there. And now, if she was a decent-sized girl, like 125, and you throw 150, now she's 275 in two presidential terms. That's faster than you think. Not to mention, that's the end result. There's a whole, like, year-to-year change. That's a lot of heat ration this summer. That is a lot of washing your ass with a stick and a towel. Yikes. Yeah, you consider yourself lucky. You dodged a bullet, buddy. I would say, Brady's right. You're too young to solely go after prostitutes. But why not give a couple a shot, get yourself back on board, uh, build her on back, and feel wanted again, and then move on. Boy, there's a lot of issues going on out there. You got four years till you hit the prostitute stage. When you hit 40, 40 then it's like, nah, all right. Start looking around. Like, I don't have time. Yeah. I ain't got time for this. Yeah. We got time for this. Exactly. <laughs> we ain't got time for that, <laughs> Junior. <laughs> Give me the Oblomer. And you weren't cut in half either. <laughs> yeah. You didn't you just break dated, up. Kept your break. money or, you know. Take a look at yourself. Maybe you've gotten a little bit ugly. Bad haircut, something like that. You got a mullet? You want to get rid of that? Anyway, good luck to all of you. You sound like a mess. It's tough. But calculate the math. If she puts on 30 in 18 months, the next 18 months, another 30, that's 60 pounds. Run. That's a full-size male pipple. Won't take much. You can outrun this. <laughs> yeah. What's that commercial... I don't even know what the car is, but it's like bad advertising to me because uh, a dog jumps out of a dog park and starts running down the road, and the guy's in a brand-new car, and he goes, I got this. And essentially, the message of it is this car goes as fast as a dog because <laughs> he chases a dog for a while. It takes him a while to catch the dog. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it's for, but I'm like, I don't like this at all. This is bad. I should have thought that through. It's the same one as the one with the gerbils in the car. I want a car that fits four gerbils, and it looks like they're a little bit stacked. Rocking out. Yeah, they're, they're having fun, and it looks like a fun ride, but you can only fit maybe one more gerbil in there. That doesn't say much for the leg room. Uh, it's 9.33. There you go, everybody. That is exactly what Brady did, and he's solving all your problems. Well done. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Glorious Monday. 
uh, here in paradise. The weather is going to be perfect starting this week. It's why we all live here. It's a glorious thing. So you got to get out and about and do your thing. Listen to Brady do the entertainment drill. And then remember, it's brought to you by reactdefense.com because while you're out and about, you're going to be out and about with the people. That's scary. At that Diamondbacks game the other night. Oof. A lot of drunks, a lot of Philly fans. They're sitting there screaming and yelling at you. If they're leaving Saturday, they were barking and screaming Philly things. I'm like, man, you just don't do that with my buddy Mark. I'm like, you just don't do that in somebody else's house. You're just asking for trouble. Yep. And so uh, Mark's like, well, how do we fight back? And I just remember I was standing at the light, and I told the guy in front of me, his Philly fan wouldn't go. And I'm like, shut up. You broke the bell, and you gave Tom Hanks AIDS. And his dad started laughing. He goes, he's got us there, son. <laughs> Is that a unique critique of my town? I'm like, well, then shut up about beating us. Congrats. Celebrate. Shut up. Don't start fights. And you start realizing that that could have been a pickle with the wrong people. Uh, oh, did you guys see that video of that dude? Where was that? New York? He and his girlfriend are coming back from from charity event, all dressed up to the nines. And there's a dude losing his mind. Did you see that? He died. That guy. Oh, yeah. But did you see how? Like, they thought initially he was stabbed in the chest. It's what we we go through this at React Defense all the time. So they had this guy goes by. He's losing his mind. Evidently, he was 19, just broke up with his girlfriend like two doors down. He comes out of her apartment freaking out, kicking cars, punching windows. Like, a, like he, I think it was a bike and a trash can. Just lost it. Lost it. And these two are walking. Out there and what they should have done is turned around. This guy's like physically lost his mind, clearly. Instead, they walk towards him, and the guy's like, what, what are you doing? What's going on? Knock it off. Dude pulls a knife out and makes a swipe at him, right? Makes a swipe. And the guy starts, like, scuffling with him, like fighting the blade, which is people's natural reaction. And then he kind of looks like he loses his balance and trips over a thing and falls, and the guy gets on him and just starts stabbing him in the chest. Well, he was dead before. The first swipe sliced his throat. Wow. So when he staggers well- back... And that's the thing, like, because watching that video, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. This is an easy out. Leave the lunatic to kick in cars. You're not going to say, don't be captain, save a car. Make a call. Walk away. Yes, make a call. This is bigger than you. You don't know what he's holding in his hand. Even if you're well-trained, you don't know that that guy's got a little pen knife in his hand. And he's, uh, look, if you're not willing to fight like crazy, don't get in a fight. And the saddest part was, if the girl had any training, she should have helped or could have helped. She stood with her hands, her head in her hands like, oh, no. And watch this go down because she didn't know what to do in the situation with one guy beating the tar of another. They had power and numbers at everything. You make yourself stronger and better for situations you can't predict. That could happen to anybody. And then the girlfriend that broke up with him comes out of the place seconds later like, oh, my God, what are you doing? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and she's defending. He didn't mean it. He just killed a guy. A good thing is that dude's going to jail. Bad thing is dead dude. Yep. He's coming home from a party. You never know when the world goes sideways. Uh, have something in your back pocket. Because all I could think of is if she had any training at all, she goes over and delivers a kick to that guy's face long before he gets his hand up to stab him in the chest because he's sitting right there, head down, staring at his victim. And you kick him square in the face, this is over fast. And that she was free to do it right there. Little things in your head like that strike you. It's amazing. And you learn that at reactdefense.com. It's like you go through scenario after scenario. Just leave it alone. It's the first thing you learn. Oh, you get in great shape. Doing all the all the drills, that's for darn sure, and hopefully it never happens to any of you. But if it did, would you know what to do? You would if you went to reactdefense.com. There you go. Also have to say, on a side note, uh, Jay Ackerman out there and his family, Josh and Joy and Jenna, the whole family, uh, Jay's father passed over the weekend, and it's been a tough one for him. So they're not only that, 
they're good friends of mine now, I, I like to say, and I'm proud to have them as friends, and I hope that they're doing well because that's a tough one. So uh, losing a family member is never easy, and they're really good people. So if you happen to know them, say something and, uh, and know that we're all thinking about them. There you go. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black, Brady Entertainment. Meryl Streep and her husband, Don Gummer, have been separated for <laughs> yeah. six years. The Gummer Streep. <laughs> they're just like uh, Jada Will, and Will. Yep. Only grosser. They've been together a little bit longer, 45 years. Right. They have four adult children and five grandchildren. But um, they said, you know what, we respect each other, care for each other a lot, but we're going to live separate lives. Right. And evidently, they've it dried up years ago. Like, even before that. Like, six years ago, they decided to separate. But they, you know why? Because Gummer doesn't want to lose street money, and Streep doesn't want to lose street money. So they're just like, look, can we make this work as roommates for a while and just allow ourselves to go? Do whatever we want without that. Just they're telling the public before Meryl Streep gets caught in the backseat of a car with like Tommy Lee Jones or something. <laughs> Ugh. I'm gonna put it in you now, Meryl. It's the way things go around here. Just open your mouth, brace yourself, because it's coming. It's coming fast, coming hard, and I don't have a pen to make it erased. John Stamos's uh, memoir comes out tomorrow. If you would have told me, is what it's called. Uh, he shared another story. Back in the 80s, he briefly dated a model, actress, Terry Copley. Oh, hot. Terry Copley. was. Uh, we've got it made, Terry Copley, the TV show. Check her out. One time, he was on the road, and started. she started kind of ghosting him. So he got back, went to her house. In the Huge driveway, case. he saw a 1957 Porsche with a hairbrush, keys, and boxing gloves in it. There's also a poster of her naked. In the car? Half, half, yeah, in the car, a poster of her laying in the car seat of this Porsche. It was a poster that John had never seen. He couldn't get into the house, and all the lights were off, so he checked the guest house in the backyard. It's Tony Danza. I'm looking at the picture now. <laughs> Is it? Yep. The boxing gloves was the giveaway. <laughs> yep. She was boning Tony Danza. He goes, the door was slightly open. He peeked inside, saw four feet protruding and under a blanket couldn't tell who four the guy feet. was well, not four feet four gotcha. measurement. Four human feet ah, gotcha. yeah. not measurement <laughs> couldn't tell who the guy was he was angry confused holding back tears then he left and that's what said that he goes that's when i was in my car driving elton john yeah. song comes on yeah. tiny dancer and he heard that hold me down. oh no he, that's not he thought the l- lyrics was hold me closer tony danza he's just making that up for oh, the book. i know but he said that's, that's, that's too big a stretch part of it. he dodged a bullet because terry copley who was just ridiculously hot on the show we got it made which was awful by the way it was like bosom buddies with a maid and nobody dressed up as women but it was it was kind of that and uh she was just she went and found religion and went bananas so Danza did you a favor. But she stayed hot. Maybe Danza's the key that made her that way. Oh, wait. You should consider Jesus. And not John Stamos? Yeah, Jesus over Stamos. That's what I say. (laughs) Oh, wait. Hey, yo. Green Day announced a stadium tour next year with the Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and the Linda Lindas. Oh, that's the... That's, that's the key right there. That's the, key. That's the sell. <laughs> They're the headliner, right? They're also debuting a new song called The American Dream. It comes out tomorrow. Uh, they haven't announced the uh, dates, but Lina, they did Lina. a little surprise concert in Vegas at the uh, at some country club. I forget the name of it. 
But uh, <laughs> you did. You knew they the name did their of the album. album. <laughs> Hold on, you knew the name and you've forgotten it. Yeah, because I, I I was looking for dates on the tour, but they haven't announced that. And the one said the place in uh, Vegas, but all this one says Thursday night they did a surprise show in Las Vegas. Yes, they played the, Las- the album Dookie, which turns thirty in yeah. February. Las Vegas Country Club. I does that sound about right? Or maybe the Sherman <laughs> Just making it up. The Sherman. Yeah, Sherman Country Club. Oh. But let's go with Las Vegas. We're going to go with Las Vegas. LVCC is what I'll say. He forgot. It happens. It does. He knew that. That slipped his mind. It's a surprise. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Surprised already, you too. It, yeah. it was a surprise, not a surprise. Now you're reading about it. So now it's news. Now it's actual fact. I was surprised. I couldn't remember. <laughs> I'm, I'm not surprised you can't remember. That's never a surprise. All I want to know is. Did you blow her? Uh, what? <laughs> Hey, Danza, you're in bed with Copley. Did you blow her? <laughs> what? Hey, yo. Hey, hey, yo. Oh, hey, not for nothing. I blew it. He blew Copley from We Got Mad. Lucky. Yeah, it did stay most a favor. She looked great in the 80s, though. Yeah. But she couldn't act. And her, her tans were ridiculous. I'm sure he recovered. If I, if I think hard enough, I'll remember the theme song that We Got It Made. You want to see if I can find it? Oh. Damn it. Confusing it too much with that Nell Carter show. <laughs> uh, we oh. might, have a, might have a commercial, but I found oh, it. Oh, you found the theme song? Did we got it made? I think so. Hang on. We got a commercial, though. Damn it. What's the name of the Nell Carter show I'm thinking of? Now I'm confused on that. I got two songs in my head. Thank you for credibility. Hang on. Uh, remember that one where she was the maid for the Dolph Sweets family? Oh, for crying out loud. This is hard. There it is. They open on her chest. Yeah, her boobs are the first shot you get. And <laughs> As it should be. And now she's scrubbing a shower. And there's Matt McCoy. You remember him. He's been in every Oh, he's been a lot. Matt McCoy is uh, Lloyd Braun. And this guy, Tom Willard. Or Villard. He plays the dope, right? He's, yeah, he's the dopey roommate. I remember them having words in this. <laughs> Stephanie Kramer from Hunter. That's right. like the boss. And Terry was their maid. Wow. And they lived in a cruddy apartment, and she was the maid. So they had a cruddy apartment, and they had a maid. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was makes a, a lot of terrible sense. show. <laughs> she was. It was for the cans. And it was to launch her off into. She she was so crazy they didn't even put her on Baywatch. She was. Yeah, she was so nuts. She wasn't like Baywatch wouldn't touch her, and she looked good. I think she got naked in Playboy and then found Jesus and ran off. Oh, anyway. well, we've got to find that. Yeah, get those. We'll, we'll look at those together now with your soft, soft hands. <laughs> uh, thanks to Marlon Wands for popping in here this morning. That was fun. Uh, go see him tonight and tomorrow at the Tempe Improv. Uh, you can see his special before he tapes it at the Apollo on the 11th of November. That's pretty cool. A little sneak preview of that. So head on over there. Thanks, Marlon, for popping by. He's always awesome. Uh, we're done. Larry's back from his excellent adventure. I'm sure he's got many Toyota stories to talk about. And he's going to tell you how you can win money just because he went out in a Toyota and drove it around for three days. And now they're going to give him a chance to let you guys get paid for it. Larry explains all that next. You guys have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. Go, D-Max. So long. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98.